0: How's it going, Luke? <laughs> oh,
1: oh, oh! You're so clever. <laughs> Mixing Whoa. it up.
0: I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. You're good. Yeah. You got a special guest
2: today. We got a special guest. Hey guys. Yep. It's Mr. Jesse U. Yes. Hello. J Ryu Art. J R Y U. Did I say that right? J Y no J Y R U J R Y U J no 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 J Y R U J R Y U. How do I get out of here? Dude, I think I spelled it wrong already on the get out of this. I think I spelled it wrong. J R Y U
0: A R T. Those of you who are tuning in will probably be disappointed by the fact that we replaced Linda Lee with jryu art. And I apologize. But oh, yeah, we. It's we, actually um, my But fault.
1: a paltry substitution.
0: <laughs> it's my fault. Um, basically, I've been. You know, we usually record on Tuesdays. And when I asked Linda to do the podcast, um, she, you know, I un, I asked her under, under the pretense that it was going to be on Tuesday, to which she agreed. And then I suddenly remembered that I was actually going to be out of town and flying in today on Wednesday. And she was actually flying out um, out of town today, too. And so she asked, and we asked, Mr... Jesse U, aka J-Ryu, to fill, her in, fill in, and uh, he's As a handsome substitute. A, he is a handsome substitute, yes.
1: but yes. you know, I, it's very difficult because to fill her shoes, you know, that's a hard task. Oh. I mean, add another six inches on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if you've seen her shoes. before. I, I have
0: seen her shoes before. Make sure you got
2: them. We got. The, we got to talk into the mic. You're a little bit uh, sideways on the mic. We just move the mic to it towards you and we'll be better. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Forces you. There you go. Yep.
0: So but, so, um, so
2: talk about the six inch thing. I'm so confused.
0: Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, just her platform shoes. She wears like those yeah. like chunky platform shoes.
1: Yeah. But she's recently switched over to like hype beast wear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. Nikes and, you know, all that. I have. I know nothing about that.
0: She's stuff. Con- She's connecting to the kids.
1: That's right. You well, know. she is – She, to be fair, she does connect to the kids quite often with all the stuff she's into.
0: Right, right. The cosplay, the Gundams, the mm-hmm. anime. The mangers. <laughs> the mangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Jesse and I have been friends now for how many years now?
1: Like eight?
0: Yeah, yeah. Eight years eight or Eight so? years. I actually met Jesse um, back uh, – well, you know what? Before we get into all of that, we usually start the show off with current events. Yeah. So um, so we're not even – who is this
2: guy? I'm just kidding. He's an artist. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just want to pipe up about yeah. current events. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's, let's, let's I'm talk a piper-upper.
0: <laughs> let's, let's talk about what's going been going on. Okay. Eric, you just had a crazy popular show. Yeah.
2: Fun art show called Rakugaki. Which what does is that mean? Um, uh, <laughs> it's the funniest part. I'm not even 100% sure. You know, Japanese. It's, yeah. it's Japanese. It technically – some people say it means doodle, but I I think to do an art show that's called a doodle art show would be really shitty because that to me means like you draw in a gum wrapper and call that art or something. So I purposely left it as rakugaki, so you don't know what it really means. Mm. You can look it up, doodle drawing sketch, but uh, I think for the most part it means doodle. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know, to say it, I don't want to give that a literal translation because it just means crappy, right? Doodles mean crap here, yes, right? A sketch, a little better, and a drawing, maybe a little better. I kind of see it as like this, this kind of like there's different levels hierarchy to sketch. Oh, well, doodles. A doodle is totally garbage, right? That's what you write on your bank deposit form when you're standing there waiting in line, and you you know you just start drawing shit on the margins, right? So what? Which one was the show? It's any of them.
1: Any of them. So it can be like kind of. Yeah. From shit all the way to like
0: masterpiece.
2: Well, it could be. Yeah. I kind of left it really open for people to interpret. So yeah, in a way.
0: I was actually uh, there the uh, Friday night to help you yeah. set up when I was dropping my work off.
2: Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> dropping your work off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll yeah. just leave it at that. Let's just leave okay, it at that. Okay. 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 okay, okay, okay. No. So Luke was dropping off this amaz- the, this work that he spent so much you know like spent that, that like, tons of effort on and we were hanging the work and luke was there what were you doing there
0: i was i was uh checking out everything checking everything out and luke like, was
2: putting work on the wall yeah, and like measuring that, everything
0: yeah, and, i was uh i was also buying work you know oh, I, yeah. I was <laughs> <laughs> that's also a funny story
2: i learned a little more about luke um, thought i knew everything no I learned that you picked all this art, and in the end, you left with total different stuff than you originally picked. That was yeah, interesting. No,
0: I, I I stuck with the two that I
2: originally picked. Did you? Because you wanted I want this, and I was like, oh, he's getting that. I now, want this, and then <laughs> I was like, oh, he's going to get that too. Next thing I know, he's not getting that, not getting this, and then it was like something else. Well, look,
0: you know, like cool. I wanted there was an amazing Junko Mizuno sketch yeah, drawing. You 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 stuck with that. Yeah, and I, there was an, a great Helen Joe drawing and I love both of those uh, artists work. Yeah. And then um I was really kind of on the fence with the um Mupan um drawing. But it's a little out of my price range, you know. It was like $400. And then there was the uh, what should call it? The uh, um you know what was the name of the? They do the spray stylized kind oh, of. Oh,
2: Giorgico. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the correct pronunciation
0: of it. Actually, I thought that like I Maybe told you I it. was going to buy it, but yeah. then like you know when you asked me again whether or not I was going to buy it, You're I was like, like yeah, no. But
2: when you left, you said I just want these two. I remember you saying that. Yeah. So yeah. It, anyways, nonetheless, but, I learned that you change your mind a lot. Yeah. That's cool.
0: Well, you know. <laughs> that's <laughs> so okay. It's an investment for a piece yeah. of paper with a drawing on it.
2: Hey, that's that's, that's our I world. I could take
0: that same money and it'll come out in polystyrene and like it'll like have a real presence in my, my – Let's uh,
1: talk about Gundams. His, yeah.
0: And, and you know, or metal. You know, like that. the amount of money I just spent on those two drawings I could have bought in like some deluxe toys.
2: You know, we're all about markings, right? Markings on paper. That's what it's all about.
0: Mm. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but uh, I remember when I left, there was already a person, kind of like in a uh, lawn chair, you know, yeah. camping out. Yeah.
2: So we had actually had a camper overnight, like you said. I didn't even know he was there until you
0: sent me a text message, and I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. There he was. Did, was he the only one, or were there others?
2: Someone came early in the morning and uh, met up with him, I guess. But he was there at midnight, I guess, and he he told me the story of that block from midnight on. It was really interesting. Like he was saying, oh, at 2, this happens. And at 2.15, there's this guy. And then the last customer left there at 2.45, and the security guard was hanging out for a while. Then he left it. You know, it was just weird. He knew everything of what he saw. That's awesome. Yeah, and then he, then he started talking about all the deliveries that started coming and how all the delivery people have keys to all their restaurants. Oh. So he goes, oh, this place brought – you know the, the truck came, and they brought like vegetables or something, and they had a key. And they went right into the restaurant and dropped it off. I was like, oh, it's weird. Like I didn't, I, know, I didn't just, know
3: that. Yeah, I didn't even. He know witnessed this, all that this worked.
2: stuff, but it's not that interesting. I was asking if anything was weird, and he said, not really. Oh, he said, if it's late at night, it's all white people on Sawtell. That's what he said. Mm. Yeah, Sawtell becomes totally white after like midnight or something. So it's, so
1: it's very unsafe then. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I but
2: um, so, <laughs> so, well, did, did he did he pick something up? Yeah, he did. He picked up Audrey Kawasaki art, which is what kind of I think he was waiting for. Ah, uh, well, yeah. that's good. Something he wanted was yes. that, and he got what he wanted.
0: He should have just waited until like six thirty. Then he could have gotten like Laura Tsai. Uh, what's her name? Lauren.
2: Lauren Tsai. Lauren Tsai. Yeah. yeah.
0: Who? um Gosh,
2: uh, the amount of people that came for just her was a, an amazing amount of people. Mm. I think that could have been. I don't
0: know got to give her a solo show is it 50
2: percent of the people were hurt just for her i'm not sure
0: well you know yeah it was kind of yeah. funny because like when i showed up on saturday night around like 8 45 9 o'clock like audrey was just kind of kicking back outside just chilling you know talking to like you know like marcus and uh uh jeremiah and um you know no one was like really kind of like you know you know, trying to like lom yeah. onto her, and you know, and th- like you were saying, it's all like you know the power of you know yeah. Lauren's size. I, I uh, guess celebrity. so.
2: We're we're in art, and we think, oh, Audrey Kawasaki is a huge star, or uh, James Jean is a huge star, and they are. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, Hollywood, the Hollywood fame thing is another beast. Oh yeah, because uh, wow, like autographs for hours type of thing, and mobbed for hours, and lines all night type of thing, just for Lauren, and it has nothing to do with. The art, really, it just has to do with her, yeah. her personality, or her persona, and uh, that was crazy. She
1: yeah. is the art. I don't know about that, but she, <laughs> it was amazing, Whoa, though. what are you, what are you well, saying? Well, I don't know. She is the art. She is know. the art. She is the model. Art. Is okay. I mean, I'm oh, not okay. saying her physical appearance. I'm saying, like, the experience of going there. It's like everything. Okay, The art, yeah. the fact that she's a celebrity, yeah. the fact that she, you know, and there's that Venn diagram of celebrity him and then being an artist- and then being a giant robot, I mean, it's an experience.
2: I guess. Okay, thanks. Sounds good. Does yeah. it make you feel better? Not really. It's, a, it's the same. Good. But 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 I I, I <laughs> guess it's contextualizing the experience. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Leave it to J. Ryu to contextualize that day but yeah it was kind of wild where i'm just like oh james no one cares audrey less people care you know what i mean it's just like (laughs) seeing that what about you luke did oh i'm I'm nothing
0: i'm 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 nothing i mean even if lawrence i wasn't there like with james and like audrey there i'm just a shadow yeah no one gives a
2: fuck about me either though they're just like oh what art did you get oh you didn't get anything i like okay bye right it's it's whatever, you know. They don't care about me either. So. Oh, yeah, no. I <laughs> Likewise, mean, you know.
0: You can could, you could see how, you know, much people cared by just how much work I sold.
2: We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Usually do well. I sold nothing. You know, That's what I'm saying. Well, at, so. the moment, at the moment. But, you know, we'll see. So. Yeah.
0: And then like, you know, you I I see you breaking the rules for the celebrity. You know, what ten rules? pieces, limited ten pieces, you know, limited to you know eight and a half by eleven inches, you know, and then Yosuke, a, whole sa- a whole bunch of non for A whole bunch of non for sale pieces on the wall. Oh four. Yeah. I was like, What?
1: Why weren't they for sale?
2: Um I think it's, they're two sided, and I think there's stuff that she wrote like diary entries on the back.
1: So why the hell? Why, why even show it then?
2: Oh, we could have just. Why even show it? That's the,
1: that's the epitome of a true doodle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> doodle Those are school uh, sketchbook pages, but yeah, for the, but you know, she did sell all the rest. Yeah, of Yeah, but why stuff. show the not for the stuff that you can't sell? It's a gallery, man. It's all good. She actually asked if. If it was okay, and I was like, just whatever, just hurry. <laughs> Let's just get him over here. Uh, she brought him um, at 3.30 or 4 o'clock, so I was just like... Uh, well, sometimes it, you just want yeah. to show the
1: work. You yeah. know,
2: because we're a gallery. Yeah, and It's called a group show. I'm just kidding, but it's all good.
1: She's showing.
0: Group show. <laughs> She's not of
1: a group that is showing.
0: Don't, you know, like, you know, cast a shadow on everybody else with your... <laughs> there's stuff that you can't sell you can't even let the gallery sell. You oh. should do
1: the same thing in one upper. NFS.
0: Uh, NFS. I, N-F-S. NFS. The magic the magic word NFS. N-F-S. Uh, you know, yeah. um unfortunately uh I have bills to pay and I don't have <laughs> Netflix or television studio money coming in to is it, I think is know, it Hulu? I'm not sure what, or, I don't what channel I don't Legion is on. I don't even know what the freaking show is. It's called Legion. Effects. Like, you know what? I'm fucking Netflix. jealous. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, smell my jealousy.
2: That's a Marvel show, right? Basically. Is it Marvel or what? I mean, it is it's, a, Marvel car- it's a Marvel universe character. It will right? be
1: going back to Disney soon. Okay.
2: That show? But that show- Well,
1: no, all of Fox's properties, which include Fantastic Four, X-Men.
2: Because Legion is Silver an X-Men. Silver. Yeah. Yeah. It's based on. That's a comic I kind of missed. I think that was after my era of reading comics. Oh, so great, like 1960 or 70, right? No, Legion is
3: Legion. <laughs> like,
2: shut up. Oh my god! It pulls out the joke. It's already starting.
1: Pulls out the joke. We're all similar in age, but Eric will always still be uncle. <laughs> 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 oh jeez! Oh, Luke is like Jack Burton, and here we have Lo <laughs> Oh, I, don't, I don't get that reference. Immortal from
0: Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble in Little China. I, I did not like that movie. Oh. I thought it was racist and garbage. Oh. okay. Green Night Asians. What the fuck is that bullshit? Is that, that that's the movie I'm thinking about? Right? No, no. <laughs> what Big Trouble in Little China is like the the thing with like the, you know eight Chinese girls with green eyes, or some shit like that, right? I don't, I don't remember anymore, man.
1: That that was the whole conceit of the movie. Is Lopan wanted to achieve immortality to find the Chinese girl with green eyes, which is obviously super, super rare.
0: You know, there. I I looked it up. I looked up girls, um, Chinese girls with green eyes, and it's actually a like a West Chinese thing, like a a Uyghur thing. You know? Really? Yeah.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Whoa.
0: Yeah, which means you know they're you know
1: must be that yeah. proximity to Russian water.
0: Oh yeah, or just you know, the European kind of like True. thing going there.
1: A lot of the Kazakhs look very Asian. Oh, it was
2: weird, right? Yeah. Sometimes they they look completely Asian, like 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 Beijing, China, Asian.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they'll come into the store, and then they have a Russian accent. That's it's a trip. Yeah, yeah. Really? Actually, I I've not seen any at the store, <laughs> but I've seen, but I've
2: watched videos where I'm like, what the fuck? Like they look like. Yeah. Is yeah, it a trip, like, right? like, you know. They look like, like Chinese graduate students, but yeah. they sound like Zengif Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, but um are, is, that,
2: is Kazakhstan? Are they Muslim? Or is that a Muslim? I I'm going to guess so, but I'm I not sure. I think it is a Muslim thing, yeah. maybe. Yeah.
0: Mm. I don't know. But um I, I went to Vegas after right afterwards on Sunday.
2: Oh, awesome. Yeah.
0: Um working on a, a photo kind of project with a friend of mine. Cool, um, and uh, ended up uh, painting a uh, what shall call it? A mural. A mural. Yeah. And my friends' cam rooms, you know, uh, the prospect of you know having girls, you know, play with themselves, you know, in front of my work on the internet, just seemed like such a a great idea.
2: When is that going to go live? Like when can this someone week. see? They're having it. Oh,
0: wow. They're having an open house this week. You know, and. So. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as this ends, Eric's like...
2: <laughs> What's the website?
0: <laughs> I don't remember, but I'll no. get the link. I'll, Luke, I'll...
2: Lukecams.com No, 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 no. no okay. No, no, Lukebear, no. sadbear.com Sadbearcams.com No, I don't no, think no. so. Okay. I don't, I don't they know. should make a special URL just for your room with your painting. That'd be kind of cool. I'll talk to my friend. I mean, I'm it. sure maybe he doesn't want to divide up his traffic, but I just thought it'd be funny just for the you fans. You should call
1: it Wank <laughs> of Lament. <laughs> I'm just saying it's catchy. <laughs> it's very poignant. Yep, yep
0: you know and that
2: might not exist. Like that might be a URL not taken. Oh, Excellent. I'm sure. Yeah, it's a gold mine.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll go to Gold go Daddy afterwards. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thanks, Jesse. Yeah, thanks, Jesse. So, what what have you been up to, Jesse? Uh, just finishing
1: up more uh, production toy stuff with Kid Robot. Mm. Have a series coming out in May to follow up to. This series that we did a couple years ago called Arcane Divination. So part two is coming out in May. And that was a really popular series. It did uh, pretty well. Like we are really happy with how it turned out. Who were the artists on it? What's that?
0: Who were some of the artists that were in it?
1: There's only five artists total. It's myself, John Paul Kaiser. Uh, For the first series, it was myself, John Paul Kaiser, God Machine, Camila DiRico, and Tokyo Jesus. And in the second series, it's the same lineup except uh, God Machine stepped back for this one and we had Dr. A step in. Oh, yeah, so tonally, like, all the artists kind of do – I wouldn't say it's dark work, but I, I would say that it's not necessarily, like, that trend that you're seeing in China with all the, the super cute stuff and everything. I mean, because it is a tarot-inspired uh, series. Mm-hmm. So the first series was half of the card set, and then the second series were finishing out so that you have a complete set of the major arcana. Mm. Yeah.
0: Nice. When will it, uh do you think it will be released?
1: uh tentatively scheduled for mid-may so it's pretty soon here nice but um yeah we're looking forward to it we're just putting the final touches on it before it goes into production so
0: do you cool. think there'll be room for a third set a third series yeah um because it's for- a tarot thing so i don't know like whether and i don't even know how many cards there are I have on the tarot. No idea either
1: it's like 22 cards in the major arcana and so we're finishing it out actually with this series.
0: so yeah
2: tw- that means there's 22 figures made
1: more than because we've got you know the chases we've got the alternates plus we have some other ones that are part of the mythos that we want to contribute to it so it felt like there's like a fortune teller that's called the clairvoyant so that's obviously not part of the card set but um i think the the branding of arcane divination is such that it's become its own subline of darker gothic inspired work from kid robot because you know back in 2006 or 7 right it was very street you mm-hmm. know yeah, what yeah. they would call urban, urban right? vinyl, right? Yeah, and they've since diversified. So a few artists they've been working with, not only myself, but say someone like Doctor A, he does very um, kind of Victorian, like you know, steampunky, yeah.
0: Stuff. yeah, yeah,
2: mechanical it's, looking. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Yeah. I
1: think that tonally they're a little bit more in line than say um, myself and someone like Jesse Hernandez that does very graphic and very like beautiful, like Mexican inspired. Aztecan-inspired work, right? So um, is it, there is, is a possibility for more projects under the brand of Arcane Divination, hmm. but... Is
2: Aztecan the way to say that? You said Aztecan. Is yeah. it Aztecan? I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought
2: you were speaking from the... From Aztecan? Uh, I don't know. Aztecan? Aztecan? I don't know.
0: Is it Spanish or Spanish? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not sure.
0: Oh, Oops. I was trying to get it so I could lean back a little bit. Everyone more. wants to
2: touch the microphones all the time here. Yeah.
1: And then when they do, things go wrong. Uh, I think Linda has these booms.
2: Yeah, they're they're not the best.
1: <laughs> Any of these things that you have to like tighten under the table? Yeah. She literally has one that holds up a monitor. Uh huh. And it's crushed a little bit through the table. Oh really? Just because yeah. of the weight of it over time
3: is oh, just like just put so much put, pressure. Yeah. Uh oh.
2: Yeah,
0: I understand. Oh.
2: What has Luke done? Touched touching the microphone too much. That's what happens.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, boss. It's okay. Anyways, so well that's great.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The the quickest
0: response ever. That's great. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, are you stoked about it? Yeah,
1: I'm super stoked because it's one of those things where like when you haven't worked with a company, say like with giant robot, with Monkey King or with Kid Robot, you know, you always think about the opportunities you would want to to be presented with in order to create something without, without a lot of interference per se. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, when I first started, I would, I would think, Oh, maybe I should inject myself really into this. But I think the more that you get under your belt, you, you look more about the project and what you can do to serve the, the idea of the the series. Well, that's being a
2: team player too, right? Right. I mean, you could maybe do something later. That's not part of that project when it's, after this one's done, right? Exactly. That's sort of the idea. But it's a vanity gonna, project yeah.
1: versus something that you know is designed in a way to um, appeal to a certain demographic, right? But it's still
2: your still your work. Exactly. Right? So, yeah.
1: And Frank Frank Kozik was very um, generous in terms of allowing me to oversee the project on my side. What is it?
2: What's what's it like working with him? I with mean, Frank? He's, yeah, he's a legend, right? So
1: um, he's like our personal relationship is such that he's super kind to me, like. But we don't necessarily talk the way that same me and Luke would talk day to day or something like that. We don't. We're not on that level of friendship, you know. But is he?
2: How old's that dude? Is he like sixty?
1: I don't think he's sixty yet.
2: Fifty-five. I mean, he's he's, he's mid-fifties. He, he just looks older to me. And yeah. Like, like I, I would think he's been around a lot longer than I have. So.
1: Well, that's the funny thing, is right. It's like you know him for this rebel, this guy that's doing a lot of punk rock stuff, and that's right. He owned from. a record company, sure. and. Uh, did a lot of gig posters, and now he 's like working at Kid Robot, right, yeah, yeah, which seems strange, but he is I have to say this about him, his work ethic is pretty crazy cool. and yeah you know, it 's obvious when you have someone that 's that successful, something along the line uh, uh, is going to prompt you to figure out like how to get into that group of discipline, so I think over the last you know decade, just working within the toy scene and all all that type of stuff um, he 's gotten this eye. And so he'll approach artists to work together. And, But to be honest, like once he engages the artist, he leaves it, leaves it up to the artist to determine how they want that project to go. He doesn't really step in too much because he's busy like running 80 different projects at a time right. probably, right? Wow. So his hands-off approach is actually very welcome if you are an artist that can
2: – He's got to trust you. <laughs> yeah. And
1: yeah. he once told me, it's like, look, if I approach you to do a project, you don't need to prove anything to me afterwards. Because the fact that I'm approaching you means that I think that it would be great to work together with you. So I think that's kind of a load off because you're not sitting there trying to create something for Kid Robot and try to impress someone internally at the same time. You're just doing it. This is a representation of your art. How does it coalesce together and then put it out there for the collectors to, to buy. So Awesome. Yeah. Well, but after this project, mm-hmm. Kaiju. Kaiju's the next thing.
0: Cool. Really? Yeah. What do you mean?
1: Uh, I'm working on some kaiju concepts right now, and that's fun because I've always loved monsters and things like that. But I never thought I had something to contribute in that realm.
0: Okay, so like the entire Sofubi kind of – or soft, Japanese soft vinyl thing, is, is that what you mean or
1: – I think saying Sofubi is probably like just a blanket term to – To talk about the monsters, you know, things like that. Because Sufubi really refers to just the vinyl, right? Right. Japanese vinyl. But I think I'm, like, leaning towards doing more detailed sculpts, which a lot of the Sufubi does have, instead of distilling it down. You know, like, a lot of the designer toy stuff is very distilled and everything. And I've seen a lot of the new Sufubi that has a lot of detail, actually, and the paint applications are gorgeous. So I think that type of direction would be interesting to go in. Without doing like a super run like McFarlane Toys where it's, <laughs> you know, PVC plastic, it's super sculpted, right. super detailed. I mean the cost would be astronomical if you're doing a low run. But Sufubi affords artists the opportunity to do something that's pretty realized and, you know, affordable for the collectors. And then be able to like branch out and do some interesting things with what they want to do in their work.
0: Are you, being, are you going to – do you have plans on working with uh, anyone specific or is that like um, NDAs kind of you know, stuff for them?
1: Kind of NDA stuff.
0: All right. All
1: right. But, um, I mean, there's a lot of producers I want to work with. I mean, when I first got into the scene, there was like a lot of people that I would like to work with. Wait, wait.
2: Yeah? Where's the pencil and paper at? What pencil? And oh, where? You're supposed to write it down. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's paper right
0: behind I'm just you.
3: Put <laughs> the so, uh, paper
2: right behind you. We, st- we started a precedent where, uh, well, at least once where uh, if something is secret – we write it down on paper and show each other. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, we don't have to do that. Okay. Well, yeah. there's a camera right there. I know, but, you know, yeah. we just write yeah. small. Yeah. Write small. And yeah. do do the fake out where it looks like a long name, but it's just like <laughs> two words or something.
0: <laughs> two letters. Well, yeah. no, I mean, that was also me kind of like calling people out. Yeah. You know, kind well, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But-
1: well, this is the thing. It's like with Giant Robot, I mean, you guys were – I think from my perspective, you guys are known for art, fine art and things like that. But you did delve into like designer toys at one point. It's like how do you as a business owner and a, as a pillar of this, like the art community in L.A. as well as elsewhere, like how do you feel the scene is going?
2: The toy thing? Like, what <laughs> would you go. Which, the, which, the toy thing? Which, which, <laughs> I guess which aspect? You yeah, know? like
1: collectibles. Each
2: aspect is to me different uh is different than the um resin and then there's the custom art stuff that's looks like one off made by artists right there's it just seems like there's a lot of different as, uh, facets but uh it looks like i think it's improving but I, I for a while ago it already shifted back to asia it seems like right that's pretty obvious yeah but it is one of those things where i've watched it here i watch it go back to asia i watch it come back here then it's back to asia now you know what i mean it seems like in the last decade it's gone back and forth a few times and then it's not just going back to Japan, right? Now it's in China and Thailand, and I don't know. Yeah, Thailand, It's going to a lot Thailand, of other... Singapore. Oh, yeah, a lot Singapore. of other countries where it used to be just Japan, right? Now it's actually branching out or to Hong these Kong. other countries. So I think it's strong. It's just that it's kind of building up again, and maybe it's going to rock here again, too. But I think it's not, gonna, it's not something that's going to go away, right? Unless the economy crashes, it's going to be something that sticks around because the designs have gotten so good. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at... I mean, do you, I remember the first designer con I, I was at maybe five, six years ago. And uh, there were some great people and there was a lot of bad, and, you know, just, I'm sorry to say, Hey, whoever's listening. You're probably part one of the bads. So <laughs> <laughs> so think. But now listen up. If you're still doing designer con, you're probably really good because almost everything I see, even from people I've never heard of are amazing. I'm just like, dude, who are you? Don't know who you are. Uh, maybe I'm just out of the world, but, yeah, the work has gotten really good on average, you know. Like I'm like looking for um, at designer con. I don't see as much or much or anything that's really bad. I'm, most of everything, I'm just like, dude. At, at least it's made really well. And before it was like, oh, you're molding your shit in your toilet, and it looks like toilet, you know. But things think, now, are, you know, the
1: democratization the, the, of three D printing, rapid yeah. prototyping you know, accessibility, skill level, like understanding
2: what sucks and what's good and minimum of what needs to be good is this. And I'm noticing that, but you know, people have gotten rid of whatever's super garbage is
0: just gone. Well, There's still plenty of super garbage at designer (laughs) con. I I didn't walk, I I didn't
2: walk around as much as you did probably, (laughs) but I just, on average, man, that quality's to me, it's just much higher than ever is what I think.
0: Well, I mean, like at the end of the day, it's, it, it kind of becomes this balance between concept and execution right yeah and there's a lot of people out there who are you know trying to you know work with a a very unsophisticated concept
2: oh you're talking about now you're talking about yeah you're talking about the art aspect and and what it means right
0: well yeah That's, yeah, yeah. cuz
2: i know i know what you're saying so yeah. i see executed stuff but I, I just i look at it i go i wouldn't want this because i don't understand the design or i don't know where it's going or it just it, does,
0: it doesn't doesn't com- communicate or speak to me or mean yeah. anything to me like yep. i don't need another star wars bootleg
2: that's the let see that's the you know. um, one part that's the hardest part is that uh, you can make something physically but actually having a meaning and spirit behind it or is it or you
0: know, something that says that says something about the artists themselves yeah, yeah. that's know. the hardest part I think that like that, um, that's the
2: key to the art I think I think you ex- where did you say that to me uh, you said that to me and I was like oh that is totally it uh, it was
0: a couple of weeks ago I think
2: no no you said it come to think of it you said the same thing oh I said it to you on Friday well yeah and I was like <laughs> I was like what's wrong with this I couldn't understand it and then like you said that and I was like yeah oh, that is the answer
0: yeah we, were, yeah we were we were talking about like, um, holy shit. some yeah. uh, about artwork and um you yeah know, and was like yeah
2: something about it I was just like, I don't understand like what this all means or what is what it is, and then you were able to say that I exact was, thing yeah, it, speak, it's not it doesn't say anything about the artist or the artist isn't saying anything well, it about themselves it, it
0: gets into that like line between illustration and art, right you know um like some i mean like you know obviously like you know especially in Los Angeles the kind of artwork that you see in galleries around here at least the galleries that i'm associated with are very create a lot of very illustrative work but just because it's illustrative doesn't mean it's necessarily illustration you know and just because it's um you know uh, and at the end of the day it's like you know does this work say something about the artist or is it just like you know, comic book illustration work. Right, you know? that
2: could be by a lot of people. Right, like you know what I'm saying. Right, like It, well, it's, it it's, it's could be done by the hand of twenty different people, and you wouldn't, you might not even
3: know.
0: Right, yeah. And, 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 yeah. You know, you want people when you're looking at artwork. You want, I mean, like, I want to believe that the reason why my work is at all, you know, Loved. remotely successful, you know, relatively successful, is simply because of the fact that like my work is a reflection of me as a person. You know, what I'm going through, the things I experienced, my feelings about certain things, etc. You know, and I, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid to, you know, admit that, like, you know, my characters are metaphors for me, for me, you know, and, you know, certain aspects of my personality, maybe, you know, but anyways, that's, uh, uh I don't know. know. When
2: you said it, when you explained that a little bit, I was like, ah, oh, so you said it in one sentence, I think, mm. and I was like, oh, shit, that proclamation is, a uh, It it helped me understand it a a lot better, right? Because I couldn't verbalize it, and when you said it, I was like, "Oh, shh, that's that's it, duh, you know, so
0: obvious." Well, you know, we were also. I mean, there's just certain things about that conversation that we just can't bring.
2: You want you want the paper and pen?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I could. I don't mind doing it, but like you know, just because it's the reason why you brought me on to do this podcast, because I'm not too afraid to call things out. No no not, we we'll, could we'll talk about more in depth later on. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, so back to back to toys <laughs> yes.
2: was my I don't I don't know if my um, answer was uh, in in any way uh, explained anything to you, but I just think the toy thing's stronger than before in, in general, and I think there's way more people doing it. But uh I'm not I mean I, I like the fact that I think the overseas stuff is so popular. It's also interesting. Like at DesignerCon, there's lines for certain toy makers that's that's wild you know that's cool Mm -hmm. that's just like art you know it's like they're rock stars in their own world and i know that they're making it seems like they're making a ton of cash from what i hear so it's kind of amazing
1: this the type of thing you think you would do again with giant robot
2: toys uh i would like to but man i feel like i'm so far off of it but um no i'm i would definitely be into it yeah I think, I mean, I, I support it 100%. I think it's a really rad thing. And that's why I even do Designer Con. is I'm, I like being near that. I, I don't even make toys, but I love being near that. It's rad.
1: You make you guys made the giant robot vinyl piece.
2: Yeah, that was with um, Good Smile Company. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, we made a lot of those. <laughs> I have a lot of them. Good yeah.
1: Smile, great company.
0: Yeah, yeah. Great company. Yeah, they do a lot of really interesting kind of Japanese licensed stuff. You know, like the... Nendoroid?
2: That's that little, like, their little dude thing, you know? I don't know what you call it, big head and little body figures. Yeah, yeah. That thing's wildly popular. Oh, yeah. How do
1: you get to this age in the industry you're in and you call chibi big head little dude character? Oh, I just (laughs) didn't want to
2: call it super deformed or chibi or whatever you want to call it. I didn't want to use those. I used to hate those words, so...
1: Look, you're talking to two weebs here.
2: (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) 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 You guys are weebs?
0: No. No. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh okay, okay. otaku. I wouldn't even. I, I hate using that word, too. I, I've explained to. You
1: uh, do master the art of self loathing.
0: Yeah, but that's nothing to do with otaku. But you do have a lot of Gundam model kits. But and a lot. That's of them. okay. That's otaku. Here's here's my here's my my beef <laughs> with the word otaku. And you know I'm looking forward to talking about this. Well, when let's it talk here about next it. time. Oh, well, let's talk about that, uh, too. Okay. So an otaku is a Japanese word for to describe a a a a, a, a nerd, <laughs> right? You're you're the Japanese one among um, at this grand this sure. table. You know. Yeah. So like, but the thing is, is that like. like it- you know, a a a, a nerd and a nerd in Japan means something different from a nerd in America.
2: Okay, so what does a nerd in Japan mean to you?
0: Well, I think that like growing up in the society in a Japanese society, you know, where you know you grow you you know like say going to school and you know going to you know like living with you know the kind of you know Jap- Japanese social norms. Just is going to be a very different experience than, say, living in the United States and growing up with America, so American social norms. Right? You know, we, you know, even like even like say language, right? <laughs> you know, like you know what the way we arrange, you know, words, you know, shows how our social hierarchy, the way we emphasize hierarchy in our language. It's very di- the way you, um, you, you know, the Japanese language arranges words in a complete sentence is different from the way American, english does right yeah i think same all as of those Europe things too, when, right and, and i think yeah. all of those things play ha, ha, you know play a role in the way you know the, the the social psychology of people who live in these countries and so you know a person <laughs> okay. who a, a nerd who lives in japan is going to see the world very differently the way than from a nerd who lives in america you know and just because i like japanese you know toys or japanese you know cartoons doesn't mean i know what it means to be in the mind of a nerd from japan who likes the same things okay and so to like just sit around go oh because i like fucking manga and fucking you know japanese shit i'm a fucking otaku <laughs> you know it's like
1: i think they've appropriated the word right it's changed yeah
2: the definition of otaku, I think in the beginning, well, I don't want to say in the beginning, but let's say in the 90s, early 90s or 90s, otaku was a person uh, who consumed stuff like manga and you know things you like, Gundam, all the things that we kind of like, all the geek right. stuff, right. but they didn't create anything. They are just consumers, and that was what an otaku was, sure. a, a pure consumer. Right. But then over time... It's be, it's flipped on its head where it's like yeah you're into all this stuff you grew up with all this geek stuff but you do make stuff you you, you are an artist and then all of a sudden that also became an otaku and I used to not you know people used to say no I'm not an otaku because I make things I produce things I'm not just a consumer that, that used to be like a cutting line where you could say no I'm not an otaku They're, you know because of this reason now no it's it's just everybody it's become this big blanket term and Takashi Murakami will say I'm an otaku. Uh, there's Congress. what's a congressman or something like that in Japan said he was an otaku and proud of it, you know. And I'm like, dude, you're like an elected politician, you're not an otaku. But you know, they, they, it was like a proud thing, it's like to say that. But it used to right, be really Because it, it became to be bad.
0: cool to like accept right. the fact that you had to be freaking like, you know, things that you were passionate about to the point where it might be contradict a social norm.
2: Yeah, it used to be bad, now it's not quite as bad, I don't think, you know. Unless it's bad again, I'm not sure. But it became an okay thing. Well, isn't that yeah. one of
1: those things about like the term designer toy? It's like in the West, like toy is usually relegated to the idea that it's a children's play thing, right. right? So there's like one of those sensibilities where like I think culturally in Japan, they're really inundated by a lot of this culture, right? Like even blue chip companies have cute mascots and they use like – these cartoon characters and things like that—it's sure. it's permeates a lot. Is so it the fire
2: department has it too, right? Right, like, looks the like cities t- have
1: their own mascots. Yeah. And I think the acceptance level and uh, accessibility is one of those things that kind of make it part of the culture, like part of the fabric. Whereas here, like at a certain age, you're expected to, oh, give up playing the video games, give up playing with toys. Now you have to like focus in on other things and you kind of leave it behind. And the ones of us that still partake in it or were fans of it. Um, you know, I think it's become more acceptable in the last five, 10 years, you know, um, it's not uncommon to go to a, like an adult friend's house and see like vestiges of their childhood in it. Right. right. You might see a, a poster from star Wars. Like here, I see this poster from enter the dragon. Right. And this is not high art. You know in in the general public's mind, but it means something to you, and you hang it as a piece of art because it means something to you, right, sure, but it's definitely pop culture related, yeah, and whether it's enter the dragon or if it's g i Joe or Voltron or something like that, I think it has that type of poignancy for the person that like still continues to admire it or or is still a fan of it, right
2: do you think that's generational like that did this exist do you think? In the '60s, let's say, like no, no, right?
1: I, I, I think it's because like living was harder. Sure, you know, like there was a lot of blue collar. So we're all, we're all
2: softies that can now have like cartoons and right, shit we're on our wall, spoiled right? brats. But I mean, just think. But it used to still be edgy even here. I think not, you no, know, not necessarily a good thing. But like a guy like J.J. Abrams, for example, is like it just shows you a guy who probably is a hardcore otaku has like you know gone to the point where he's kind of like. You know, one of the strongest persons in Hollywood, right?
0: I wouldn't call him an otaku.
2: You, you don't think so? <laughs> <laughs> Chris Reiniak
1: uh, says there were toilet casting.
2: I, I would call him a fucking nerd. Okay. But, but, but I mean, that's one of those things where... Oh, okay. uh, well, but, but, that, but nerds are running the industry, though, right? Well, it's, like a, that's, it's gotten
0: to that point. Here, here's another thing. Like You know, you just got me thinking about, like, you know, um, like talking about, like, America and toys and age and stuff like that. Mm. Like, if you, like... You know, I, the stuff that I collect is all falls under like this category of Bandai's Tamashi Nation stuff, <laughs> and like that stuff Yuck. is all freaking like the age category for these products is you know definitely fifteen and up because there's so many swallowable and that shits like, expensive things. and it's like yeah I'm you know the the Japanese price is like you know twenty thousand yen which is about like one hundred and eighty dollars at like a base price like you know essentially. Japanese companies saw, acknowledged, and produced products for people of um, that an, an older age group. Right. Who, you know. Meanwhile, yeah. you know, in the United States, we're still struggling with the oh, you're a fucking 18 years old. You know, better stop wearing your diaper and oh you know, but put on are, your but big boy pants. Who, but who's saying that stuff? Well, I'm just fucking like exaggerate. Oh, like, but like, like,
2: what kind of person is saying there are people that say that? Is it? Are you telling you know? These are just not our friends, you know? That's well,
0: you know, I mean and they have like, no idea. Like, like you I'm, know, I'm
1: from North Carolina, so like being here in LA it's a cusp of being in front of a bunch of different cultural like opportunities. You get exposure to a lot of things, right? But like quite honestly, if you're talking about somewhere in the middle of West Virginia or in, sure. the, or in Arkansas, like toys are the last thing you gotta think about. Like, yeah. You oh, know, absolutely. you're trying to get like and keep your job. You might not have that much education, which is you know, it could be your fault or not your fault. It's just maybe the sentiment, or maybe there's not a lot of encouragement and things like that. I think what we indulge in, or are able to indulge in, is really kind of a luxury sure. to some, and they don't really like entertain the idea of that being part of their life in the way that we've made it.
2: But also like part of your life. But this is a living. This is a career. You know, it's more than just a, a little hobby thing. This oh, is we like, happen to be
1: artists slash yeah like. But but stuff.
2: but i mean this you know this is like a thing though this is an actual uh category or career path if you want to make it now
1: you know, it is yeah. but you remember when we were growing so, up
2: no absolutely not no, there's, no there's no way there's no way you could
1: be a video game tester right you or, can be a or a tester vegan, or a professional <laughs> player, <laughs> player. A vi- yeah. yeah no you know yeah i, I remember being in kindergarten and wondering it's like who designs these things yeah like how do i design toys? It's like, there was no design program for toys and Otis here in LA was the first school to offer that toy design program, right? Yeah. I think uh, one of our colleagues, Mad out of Kansas, he was one of the gradu- first in the graduating class, like the first graduating class of Otis in that degree program. Cool. But in the 70s, there's no way. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're already trying to figure out like how to assimilate somehow into a predominantly non-Asian culture. You know, you're straddling the line between being Asian and and having a Western upbringing, and uh, your choices in a way with a young person's mind are fairly limited. Like you're going to go more conventionally is what I'm saying. But nowadays, you've got a bunch of kids who think that streaming is their is going to be their profession, right? Sure.
2: Instagram, all that. Yeah, right? like yeah, I'm going sure. to be an influencer.
1: Yeah, it's like who are you influencing? <laughs> Like no other one. influencers? No Everyone's one. an influencer.
2: Yeah. No one.
1: Yeah. yeah. But I mean I do say that there's merit in the idea of like being someone that can be a well-spoken spokesperson who endorses the product. Like because in all full disclosure, Linda endorses products. But even if she wasn't endorsing the product, she'd be using them regardless. Right. And her dream culmination is like if Bondi works oh, with we're ta- her. talking. we're she- talking
2: about Linda Lee, right? So yeah. Yeah. yeah we're t- just so you guys know. Yeah, so
1: like she flew out today to go up to Bandai Namco, right? Mm -hmm. And they make video games and they're releasing a game called One Piece, which is based on the manga, right? Yeah. But she loves One Piece. And for her to have that coalescing of, hey, they want me to go on to this show, talk about this game of a property that I really love already, you know, I mean, that's the dream. But. It's not like she fell into it. There's other sure. factors that come into it, but I, my point is that a lot of the opportunities that are available for today's youth were not necessarily sure. there for us. And sure. it seems like a lot of these young people are are really wanting to coalesce everything that they love together and hope to make a living for sure. you know with it. Which is of course, I mean, like you know, you, you, shot, you right?
0: see like people quote unquote influencers on the internet. Making stupid amounts of money just from making a post. I mean, like you know, of course that's like you know, and it just seems so simple because you you make posts. Right. You know what it you know you put a little text, throw in some hashtags, <laughs> put you know, get, put a pretty image, you know, post it, and like to be able to like you know, once you you know hit that post button and get a check, boom. That's the fucking dream, <laughs> right?
2: That's the easiest job ever, I think. But you have to get there. Right. Well, that might take a lifetime of work or luck or something, right? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. Like,
1: luck is. I'm interested in hearing what the conversion is, though. You know, like, you see those Instagram posts and they're like hawking herbal green tea or something.
2: What about Firefest? There was some conversion. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. See, that's, that's, the, that's the outlier right there, right? For me. Because I'm like, yeah. you're just reading the specs on Firefestival and what you get and then how much your cost would be. I'm like, in my mind immediately, it's like, who would pay for this shit?
2: Oh, that's the thing is – that's the part I love about it is people did pay for it and they went and they were like all bummed and that makes me smile. Like I'm watching going, oh. you guys are a bunch oh, of idiots. You, you, or was your – food? You
3: know,
1: what's that? You love like delighting I, in other people's misery.
2: Um, not those people's misery. I do. Because yes. they listened to the they – they, they believed in that hype, right? They bought into the social media and the, the influencer posts. They bought into it and I'm like, how stupid can you be, right? So watching that – makes me – yeah, I, I admit I kind of enjoyed their failure.
1: Well, you know why I think this current generation is like – one thing that I think marks them like much more differently than our generation is like their need for immediacy. Like sure. I don't feel like they understand the extent of how long it takes to make progress in something that you endeavor for. It might be a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right? And – which is you know it's no fault of theirs because they grew up with Google, being able to search for literally anything in the world. Like yeah, you know in I Dragon know. Ball Z they have the scanners. That's what our phones are. They're scanners, and we have like the world's most powerful computer in the in our pockets. So if you get groomed and you're using Google, and do you really need to know the quadratic formula, or can you just use your phone, which is ubiquitous now?
2: What do you mean the quad- quadratic equation, bro? Someone is a math weeb. Calculus BC. <laughs> Calculus BC.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> what is it? Like b squared plus or minus the square? A root? squared equals
0: b squared no. equals c squared? Is no, that's not it? it. No. No.
1: No, It's it's b squared. <laughs> plus or minus the square root of 2AB plus... 4AC,
2: four, uh, four I think, is, or is it minus 4AC? I, I believe yeah. it's minus 4AC. How like, many and Asians it's over, does it take and, and over, to <laughs> recite the quadratic or, or equation? Or a, and it's over My brain doesn't something? work anymore. It's, oh, but it's also got a fraction. It's over 2AC, I believe. Or I can't remember. Sorry, I, I blew it.
1: If uh, we only had these ubiquitous devices... At yeah, our, yeah, back to that. <laughs> you know? But see, that's the thing. Oh, fuck. So we're trying to figure this out yeah. because of the sake of knowing it, but... Like, it's like a report, right? Right. Like, if a teacher assigns a report, and they're like, hey, give me a report on the blue whale. Back in the day, we'd have to use a Dewey decimal system. Go to the library. Yep. Search encyclopedia, blue whale, encyclopedia Britannica. Britannica <laughs> look up, like, references. <laughs> yeah. Have three citations, c- uh, right? Citations. Yep. Yeah. But is there a point to that anymore? Or is it just the act of having to go through the...
2: Now you have Wikipedia.
1: Right. I mean, like, do it's you really done. need to know about the blue whale? Or should you maybe... Have it be relative. Like, what's the blue whale's role in, right. in the ecosystem? Is that a better, like, premise, right, for kids to learn? I think when it comes to, oh, oh I Luke said two, is showing oh, us. Oh,
2: minus 4AC over 2A. God damn it. I was really close. And you were too, actually.
0: What, what did we I, were, I say?
2: We were right there. Oh, really? Well, I said minus. You said plus, and I said minus 4AC. It's four plus AC. or minus, right? No, no, no. Oh, but, but, minus 4AC. Yeah, I knew yeah, that part. You said uh,
0: plus, Negative but, B plus or minus but, the square root of over B squared two two a. minus 4AC okay. over 2A.
2: Oh, man.
1: Boy, right, now, this is the big question. What does it do? <laughs> See, that is, is the part. this a god particle? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did we discover the god particle? I think it uh, 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 um, charts a, uh, gra- um, a curve on a graph.
2: Wait, what is that again? <laughs> Quadratic. Equ- <laughs> I forgot. But I yeah, no longer so remember. It's,
1: the point is it's like I think yeah. that you know these young people just have this immediacy that's part of their –
2: We just proved it, by the way, by looking at this Well, I mean I don't
1: doubt that these devices are are there and it's like super functional, right? I couldn't live without it. I was watching like uh, a rerun of Friends the other day and Joey was lost in uh, in the UK, in in London. He pulls out this map that he unfolds, right? And I'm like, oh shit, you know? When was the last time that I saw that happen in real life that someone pulls out like a Rand McNally map (laughs) to try to find out? Well, you know –
2: Doesn't uh, I think AAA? If you go to AAA, yeah, they still give away maps,
0: so <laughs> you can see it there. You know, it's good to have one of those things. Once you know the internet breaks,
1: yeah. So you and yeah. as as evidenced by today's like uh, Instagram and Facebook outage. outage. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, h- how reliant are we on these things? And so it's no wonder that the kids these days just don't have, I think, the same fortitude when it comes to wine. To get to where they want to go in their minds. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't blame them for that. They just have not been groomed to have like these little tests.
2: Well, I guess I figure anyone of this age that we're talking about, what is it, 20, 25 or something? Millennial? They all but they all grew up with the internet, right? So right. I grew up without the internet as mm-hmm. probably both of you did, right? Mm-hmm. There was no internet. So we probably with that upbringing's what we're we're the last generation of that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's kind of part of it that we can actually say this without being too crusty sounding. Well, I, mean, also know, I don't want to be like that to, guy. <laughs> we're going to be these, we're these old guys going, no. It's like what we we're saying about the
1: collectibles too, yeah. though. Like, it was our generation that first came up watching Saturday morning cartoons that also had a lot of merch oh, yeah. being easily available. Right. I mean, there were cartoons maybe in the late 60s and things like that. But like the offerings, especially oh, when merch?
2: Star Wars oh, came especially out. Especially plastic. When plastic, you know, it's not mm-hmm. just... Tin shit, right? Right. It, tin shit. It's not just tin. Right. It's, it's um, the plastics is what did it too. Like Shogun Warriors yeah.
1: in the like seventies. Yeah. Um, but then it was really I think similarly Star Wars. Sure. Oh, so you course. walk into that display for the first time as like a seven or eight year old. Yeah. You see the vehicles. You see the figures. You see like just the actors' faces on the the card backs.
0: And then you, when you flip the figure back, you see the catalog of all the yeah of yeah. All the
1: other stuff you can. Hope to get, like, at your birthday or Christmas. Sure. If you're a Chinese family, it's it's one more time, (laughs) you know, in a year.
2: You know what? I grew up getting no Star Wars ever. I never had Star Wars toys. It was a bummer. What did you get? I had the metal Japanese shit.
3: Oh. (laughs) Hey, hey, you're not the only one, son. Yeah, that's all good. But I had no Star
2: Wars, unfortunately, though, Yeah. I, only had a little I coveted bit. it, though. I used to see... You know, you go to school and you see the kids, and they'd bring it to school, and I'd be like, oh... For shit. show and tell? Or just to show at, at lunch. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Yeah. And I would be like, oh, man, I didn't I didn't have any Star Wars
1: stuff. You're like, oh, man, I wish I had that Han Solo. All I have is a Ditetzigen. <laughs>
2: it was like that. It's like, oh, I've got Mazinger Z that has missiles, but you have little Han Solo plastic guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But nonetheless... But you know,
0: I mean, you didn't... like. Grow up with you, you living living here, he didn't have like I mean like we what well, we we had uh what's Transor Z, which is Mazinger Z, but mm-hmm. like it wasn't as popular and like in your face and whatever as no, say Star It, was, Wars it was, was secret shit, man.
1: Oh, I mean, but that's the thing. It's like yeah. as a kid you didn't know necessarily the difference between it being designated as Japanese anime versus right. other cartoons. You just knew it was drawn differently, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
2: well, I knew it was Japanese. The I mean, Japanese, that's because you're though. Japanese. Yeah, I know. I Japanese. So if Your Japanese
1: radar went off. <laughs> yeah. so you're I'm, like,
3: yeah.
2: Oh,
1: man, that's one of ours. Yeah,
2: exactly. The DNA thing. Yeah. I felt it. Yeah.
1: But there is no kid that came out of like the late 70s unscathed without knowing something like Gachaman, Star Blazers, which is, you know, Yamato. Yeah. Uh, Transversee or Mazinger. And then Golion and Voltron. I mean, well, even, that, even like- Kimba. The White Lion, right? That's 60s, though, isn't it? Yeah, but like yeah. an Astro Boy yeah. and then Tetsujin 28. later iterations, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. But all of that, you just kind of knew that, um, oh, this is just drawn differently, but I still like it. Sure. You know?
3: Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it's a cool. lot of, um, whatchamacallits, I, I've been, there's a, a YouTube channel called Toy Galaxy that I watch once in a while. And they'll go and like talk that about. Nerdy, oh, it's super nerdy. Oh, okay, oh, it's <laughs> super nerdy. Yeah, but like no, they'll they'll talk about like licenses that like you know existed in the United States that you know kind of disappeared just as quickly. Right. And um, like and and they'll talk about like the the roots of like you know certain um like like you know like say like transformers in the United States and versus transformers in Japan and you know but like. Where was I going with this? I'm, I'm fucking retarded today. I'm sorry. I've been I've been inhaling paint fumes for the past three days. So Over the past
1: fourteen years. Luke, Luke, Luke was
0: about to
2: uh, say this most profound thing ever. <laughs> yep. And, and then, then my it just, brain it just said, "Yeah, it just turned into mush." Yep. Exactly. It's been a. It's been it's a one long of those week. Luke
1: Chew moments. I. You know. You ever notice when Luke tells a story, there'll be sometimes this longer pause than normal. <laughs> Like that's, what, that's what just happened oh. here. But he lost it. It went beyond. <laughs> He's like, well, uh, fucking, uh, fucking, fuck. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> damn it. Lost it.
0: <laughs>
1: We've all been there. That's a chewism right there. Yeah.
0: That's funny. Yeah.
1: But yeah. no, actually, in relation to what you're saying about otaku culture and things like that, I mean, we're actually in the golden years right now of seeing everything like literally everything that we loved as ki- kids, being treated with a measure of dignity and respect, you know, like whether it's a Marvel, yeah, like a Marvel movie, sure. Uh, anime is like bigger than it's ever been. Well, in look this at country. Look, and look
2: at Star Wars, the old property from the seventies, right? Basically, it's it was it's billions of dollars. I'm not saying it's better, but it's billions of dollars now. You know, giant.
1: Now all they have to do
2: is bring back like
1: Indiana Jones and Goonies.
2: Isn't didn't Indiana Jones already come back at least once with um?
0: Oh yeah, that fucking Crystal Skull one was fucking garbage. It <laughs> yeah, was not very good. <laughs> oh,
2: you mean make it come back good? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure.
0: Yeah, they could. I could see them like you know like restarting it. Like uh, we'll probably have to wait for Harrison Ford to die. I mean that's not. I mean well, there were rumors that Chris
1: Pratt would like take over the role of Indiana Jones. I think this is, he's got the swagger. Well, yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, I guess. Dude. I wouldn't want to see that. That's
1: Star-Lord, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. And Star-Lord just stays, stays Star-Lord. That's Actually, cool. speaking of which, you know. um it's Parks and Rec. Uh, last week we yeah. saw um, Captain, what Marvel. Club? Captain Marvel. Oh, Did you, saw you saw see it? it? I have not seen it. Oh, the spoil yeah. away then. <laughs> Join
1: <laughs> me in this adventure. So well,
2: well, wait, I, wait, let's get back to it for a second. Captain Marvel – there's a comic – there's a Marvel comic called Captain Marvel. Yes. yes. And then what's the other one? Shazam is Captain Marvel. I'm so – that, that it thing – was owned
1: by Fawcett Comics and his Fawcett, name was yeah. Captain Marvel. Right. I believe that Fawcett was acquired by either D- – I think DC.
2: And it became Shazam.
1: And But there's probably some sort of copyright because Marvel used to be timely comics. Right. So there's probably some sort of like ownership type of structure where – like, he was called Captain Marvel for quite a while. His name wasn't Shazam. That was what he said in order to transform into Captain Marvel. And, okay. But now I think colloquially, colloquially, he is now known as Shazam. <laughs> you know. So if
2: you say the word enough, you become that word. I kind guess of, so. Right? Yeah.
0: So eventually I'll become fuck.
2: <laughs> I'll become shit. Well, that's cool.
0: Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, okay, tell me about
2: well, this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. actually. So um, wait, also, it's a woman, right? Right. Wait, well, hold on h- a second. How did are, you Captain... plan, are you
3: a
1: fan of the Marvel movies? Some of them. Do you watch them like no, wanting to know the the bigger story or do you just no. watch them when they come on Netflix? I watch
2: them individually. So but like meaning like, meaning I don't understand all – I, I kind of know the Avengers stuff. You know what I'm saying? I know some of it. But this Captain Marvel thing, I'm like I'm lost. I'm in the dark on. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I have a Cap- Captain Marvel comic that's from like 1960 or something, but I don't know what the, the Marvel Mar- Captain Marvel or so. the DC Captain Marvel? I think it's a, think it's a Marvel one, but is it a, it's old as fuck. It's a
0: dude, though, right? It's a dude. Yeah, that so, was the original Captain Marvel. Yeah,
1: so
2: now Captain Marvel now is a female.
1: Do you want spoilers? Uh, I know it's no, a little bit get, late. Let's
0: get into the comic book. And, and, I'm, I'm so and confused of it as to what's going you on. You know this way better than I do. You, I mean, read,
2: you read all these comics?
1: Yeah, like, dude, when I was a kid. You like, read
2: Captain Marvel, that's a woman?
1: Well, I didn't read that one. I read oh. the actual Captain Marvel that was a dude for a while. Right. Um,
2: that's a junky comic, wasn't it? But you know what? <laughs> I, think, I was right. No, yes. no. You know, this is the thing. <clears throat> I remember it being a piece Iron of shit Man, comic.
1: Iron Man, uh, Captain America, Hawkeye, all these what, big names. They're all kind of... They're all chunky. Well,
2: Iron Man was okay, wasn't he? as a comic
1: I, well personally for me I wasn't a big fan well, because
2: X-Men was badass and Avengers X-Men were good. was the one. FF was good if you're into Fantastic oh, I love Four fan- was good yeah, Fantastic Four Yeah these are the big ones I thought and I Spider-Man in, in was humans, always good in, in humans Inhumans were going back to junk again though
1: right Watch your tongue young man <laughs> <laughs> We're going back to junk but no, like Oh dude Inhumans like I also like had this thing for like the designers as well and he was all in black with this like little tuning fork on his head for Black Bolt you know he didn't talk his power was his voice.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Is this an Inhumans guy?
1: Yeah, he's the king of the Inhumans. Oh man, I didn't read that one. That was just no, a I junk. That I was didn't. one of the junk comics. I was an ex guy. Well, yeah.
2: So you read all of it? That's that's amazing.
1: I mean, my parents were not like going to indulge. For, I, I have three brothers, so like, they're like, you either go outside and play in the hot ass sun in North Carolina during this sweltering summer, or read comics, or stay inside and read. And I was like, you know what? I think I choose the latter. Because this black ass hair is going to get super hot in the. <laughs> so you read the comics. outside, yeah, for sure. Cool. And they were cheap, you know. You go to a long box at the flea market, pay a dollar and get 10, 10 comics, you know. So I would just pick out what the covers, I mean, the ones that look cool on the cover. But to my point before, like these heroes were not very a list. Yeah. It was not until the movies made them a list. Sure. I think right. Like no one when I was growing up was like you know this. Play dress up. And let's play superheroes. I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be Captain America. Yeah. N- never. Yeah. Never.
2: That was kind of a piece that he was not a good character to be, not first choice.
1: Plus, like not no one flight. would want those type of swashbuckler boots back in the day. <laughs> Remember, right. he had those red boots, bright ass red boots. Oh, yeah. And then they, they sort of fold over at the top. <laughs> 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 you know. <laughs> and. But when you're talking about, like, X-Men and stuff like that, for sure, I mean, I think that was a little bit more steez because we grew up kind of more so in the 80s and the 90s. And that's when things got angsty, you know. And I think that was a very good kind of uh, example of what we were going through as well, you know, being adolescents coming into young adulthood. Like, the stories were a little bit more uh, meaningful to our generation. Like, no one can forget when Jim Lee took over X-Men and the way that he drew them and then you had like Gambit and Rogue and Cyclops and all these guys it's awesome you know
2: i was kind of what year was that i think it was, I was like
1: in the late 80s early 90s i, I think, think i
2: got out of comics right around there like before that even <laughs> actually that, that's
1: before you turned 50 right <laughs> i got out of, i got off <laughs> of
2: comics before then but yeah
1: yeah but now that we're seeing these movies being done in a way that really respects i think the source material or the ideal behind them it's like a golden age for things, yeah. you know? Like Luke and I went to, what, a Dragon Ball Z premiere at mm-hmm. like the Chinese theater. Yep. We went to a Gundam premiere here in L.A. Yep. Um, we went to some other one, right? Like some sort of anime-related event.
2: Um. But is it because also we're talking about the, the creators or the directors behind all these projects who are actually fans of it, right? That's the difference. They're not just hired guns. They're sort of like folks that might be... You know they have a viewpoint of these comics or these. I think these it has stories. less to
1: do with the creative side. I think it has to do with our peers that grew up in the same, sure. you know, age group. Yeah, that went into the business side. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're running. They're running the green light.
2: They're running the industry, man. It's yeah. just like all the skateboarding skateboarders that became politicians. Now there's skate parks everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. It's like oh, they became of age and decided, okay, we're going to pull the trigger on things that we really like, that we grew up with. It's
1: kind of mind-blowing to think that, right, while we're sitting here and we're doing this podcast, right, there's someone at Google that's probably making like $40 million a year (laughs) that also knows the Konami Contra Code. I I don't know it. You know what? You know, th- How do I get up? <laughs> Konami? What? I thought we were going to talk about yeah. nerd stuff tonight, Luke. Instead, you brought me to this grandfather's house. <laughs> it's a beautiful house, by the way. Konami Contra. Mid-century modern. It's very nice. Konami
2: Contra. What yeah, is, it? Yeah. is that it was a game code, Oh, the f- yeah. Konami Code. The infamous Konami Code. What year yeah. was that, though?
1: Ninety, oh, okay. no, earlier than that.
2: Did you know I work for Video Games Magazine? So I Which know. game? Which game it's magazine? It's called Video Games.
1: Do you know it? What was it about? video games come
2: on now <laughs> it was uh owned by larry flint it was a larry flint magazine it, it was uh during the you know it was like a competitor what to, did you do there i was a writer man i was a, i reviewed games and i was a writer and you do not know this konami code the konami code no i don't the up up down right? down left right left right oh, ba but what did that do what, what game was that for that contra. contra no we i didn't i didn't know that code what were you playing Zaxxon? <laughs> I, I, I played Zaxxon as a kid. I know that game. Uh, as a kid? Yeah. Like what? 34-year-old kid? Zaxxon, man. That's an arcade game in 1980.
1: Yes. Yeah. Isometric by Sega.
2: You're right. It is isometric, come to think of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like
1: Crystal Castles and q yeah. Sure. I played those games too. Though. Yeah. As a young adult. <laughs> but the point is it's like the people that are in charge whether it's in hollywood whether it's in other places of business that can green light these things i think affords people like us to have the opportunity to to be around it more i think the more that you're around it um, the more that there's justification to help support the industries like making products out of it creating shows out of it extending like new stories for these heroes right because like super seven brian flint right he's been around the scene for a long time he did super seven he was doing a lot of sufubi type of stuff he came out with some really cool designs with the artists that he worked with and then eventually he went into doing like other projects with licenses like he-man right and now he does these beautiful he-man figures and if you're ever a fan of he-man like i was were you guys a fan of he-man uh, I wasn't
0: a He-Man guy.
2: I wasn't a He-Man guy. See,
1: I love the fantasy aspect. Right? you just
2: like big muscular men. That's cool. I love them, especially <laughs> with loincloths.
1: Yeah, no, we you know. know. <laughs> they know where to protect and when not to protect. And that's the loins need to be
2: protected. Well, no matter what, a schlong doesn't get muscular, but the, the calves and thighs will get all buff. But you can't make a cock stronger, so you
1: got to protect that shit. <laughs> well, That's got why it. you can't miss schlong day. Yeah, got it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put a little weight on it. But <laughs> Luke is over here. His face is like beet red. This is a guy that says fuck like every other word. Yep. He's like laughing at the word schlong.
0: I know. <laughs> well, no, I'm just thinking of schlong day.
2: <laughs> you know, there's calf day. There's yeah, you quads. You can't miss it, dude. Quads day. Don't just work out your arms. Yeah, there's balls day and schlong day. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah. like these figures that he's doing are, are like – Throwbacks to the original ones, but done with today's manufacturings, like affordances, right? But when you think about it, how many new He-Man fans are being created every day, though? Not, not many, any. because there's not a current show. Right? Uh, there might be a comic. I'm not sure, but like, I'm just saying, it's not necessarily in the public's awareness the way that a Marvel movie is, right? Sure. But they're still taking the time, the effort to develop, you know, to create these figures for a specific subset sure. of people. Sure. And you know why? Because these people can also buy them. So yeah. when you have some banker he's on Wall Street and he loves like Orco or like Beastman from He-Man, like that was the first toy his dad ever got him and now he can still procure it just in different and, form and have it and that might be the only one he has on his desk sure. in is like well, you know all the same
2: thing we're talking about is just soul the soul of Chogokin. It's the same type of thing, right? That's how only... you're talking my language. Yeah, how, yeah, how much yeah. are how much are those like you know, I had the Mazinger one, but how much are the? There's so many new iterations of it. How many? Uh,
0: they go from 120 to there's more? 300. Yeah, like some are Something 300,
2: right? Each. They're like deluxe boxes and big. Yeah. They're huge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who's that for? That's not for us. That's for us. This motherfucker. But
1: that's not for a little kid. Ruined you know? me. Yeah. I, I,
3: I did not.
0: I did not ruin you. You just came over to my house. That's all you did. Introducing me to like all these beautiful like Japanese deluxe metal toys and fucking sure. masterpiece Transformers. I never even heard of masterpiece Transformers until I fucking went to North Damn. Carolina and you know hung out with this fucker. There you go. Yeah. You know, next, and next thing you know, it's like that's how it works, man. You know, I gave and,
1: you an Eva unit, a Soul Chogokin. Like, you did give me even. one. Yeah. 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 You gave me and when you, when you feel that heft in your hand. Yeah. There's qualifiers as you get older, obviously, because as a kid, you're just happy to get anything, right? Unless it's something that you already have and your parents just didn't know and you said that <laughs> shit again. You're like, fuck, <laughs> right? Yeah. But as an adult, there's the quality, the workmanship. like, Plus, you have like years of built-up memory towards uh, why you love this character so much. And when it's represented so lovingly and so carefully by a manufacturer that – Seems like they put a lot of care into it. You can't help but like want to, you covet it. It's a different type of coveting than just not having it. It's that you see everything about it that you appreciate it and someone else did too. Gotcha. Because, you know, as kids, we don't really commiserate with other kids with a lot of things, you know, in that way. Like we might share experiences like watching Voltron, but like having that toy is like you just, you're just happy to have something, right? Mm hmm. And when you were young, as a young Japanese kid, right, like you said, everyone else has Star Wars and you have these toys. I was the same way. I had, like, Japanese toys growing up. And so that never left me. I was collecting all my life, essentially. Like, I didn't even go to my prom. I was at Toys R Us (laughs) at (laughs) night. Oh, my God. That's (laughs) no joke. Because I was like, you know, this is in the, like, super early 90s. I was like, fuck that shit. I'm going to go hunt for toys. (laughs) <laughs> and uh i did i yeah. never regretted it like i'm not one of those guys that's like oh i maybe i missed out on something nope i got were you you, tr-
2: were you what, what were you getting or were you talking about just getting like marvel figures what, what kind of stuff
1: you really know nothing about toys do you
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> which one no, were it's, you it's like to a get? toy hunt you go out you, you're you, trying to get the i want to eat your brain uh you know the is it the Venom i want to eat your brain was that what remember that toy yeah the, talk?
1: the one that yeah, and it was recalled. Yeah,
2: because yeah. it said, I want to eat your brain. You didn't think I knew that, huh? But I know toys. That's why. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, it
1: was recalled because it came with some slime that could have been a choking hazard.
2: No, there's no slime in that. No, there's not. Was there not? No, there's not. Are you sure? Yes, 100% sure, because I have that toy. I want to eat your brain. Yeah.
1: But it was recalled. Yeah. Yeah. That was the toy biz. <laughs> Yes, it was Toy Biz. Yeah, that was the Toy Biz series for X-Men, which was funny enough, like, <laughs> Avi Arad, the, one of the first producers of Iron Man, one of the only producers of Iron Man, that's how he got his start, is with Toy Biz. No way. That's Wow. Yeah, he he ran Toy Biz, so and they became a Hollywood producer. Wow. Mm-hmm. Fun fact.
2: Fun fact. Wow. No. You are a toy geek.
3: No,
1: but yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm
0: impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed, too.
1: Oh, no, me and Luke... A typical, like, hangout. You want to go to Frankenstein's?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. You want to go to Frankenstein's? <laughs> you want- you you've been to Frankenstein's before, I haven't have you? I've never been to Frankenstein's. Oh, my God. Uh. Where did you bring me, Luke? <laughs> 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 I've never been to Frankenstein's. Oh, yeah. Frankenstein's is kind of like...
1: You have toys all over this place.
0: <laughs> but I, I, I've never been to
2: Frankenstein's.
0: <laughs> okay, Frankenstein's in case you guys have uh, have never heard of it, it's basically like a big old warehouse out in the city of Industry, where it's kind of set um, set up, you know, booth, you know, booth style, and like each booth will either have you know secondhand stuff or they'll specialize in a particular kind of genre of toy, whether it's like action figures, Japanese toys, um, baseball cards. You know, video games and stuff like that. It's kind of like the way I used to describe it was it's like San Diego Comic-Con without like the sexy cosplay bits. And
2: that's been going on from, gosh, I remember it from the 90s for sure. It right, exists in the 90s. Yeah, it exists in the 90s.
1: Yeah, it's, it, I never I, went,
2: but I knew it was, it was going on in the '90s. It's super cool, especially yeah.
1: if you have, if you have nothing to do on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's open only open on Wednesday and Saturdays. Okay, yeah. So what
1: they do the rest of the time, I have
0: no idea. So it's open on I Wednesday, have no idea like, like yeah. only Wednesday, only Wednesday, only Wednesday only and Saturday. Saturday.
2: And what are the hours on a Wednesday like? Uh, the a. Wednesday are
0: a. from three, at, like one or two yeah. in the afternoon until like uh, 9 night, night until night at night. Wow. And then on Saturday, it's like 9 in the morning till 5 in the afternoon.
1: We should go sometime, Eric. Yeah, Yeah. I want to go. Oh, it's really cool because honestly, when we go toy hunting, like another instance of me going with Luke to do something, it's like, what do you want to do? I don't know. You want to go to Japan? Okay.
2: When's the last time you went to Frankenstein's, though, before we leave that topic?
1: Not too long ago. And what did you get? I think it's more like browsing. At this point, like in uh, collecting, like us collecting you 're not really looking for anything in particular unless it's brand new, right, but sometimes you might go there and see something that you have not seen before someone brings in from their old collection, like I remember going to Alhambra, and remember I was telling you that store behind yep. the theater uh, it's a, a guy actually guy it's nucleus. behind nucleus, yeah yeah. I saw this uh, Gundam toy, not the model, but it was an actual toy, a deluxe kit of the Shinmusha, which is like a Samurai version of the Gundam, and it was literally right before I was about to bounce. And I said to Linda, I was like, wait a second. And it was just tucked away behind some other boxes, pulled it out, and I was like, Holy shit, you know, I've been looking for this piece for a while. It was not on the top of my mind. Like I wasn't there to hunt for that piece, but I knew at some point in my collecting history I was gonna like wanna try to get it. And it happened to be there. I asked the dude, I was like, How much do you want for it? He was like, "Uh, I can do one eighty five. I was like, Done. I was willing to pay like three hundred. But 185 for that piece, and uh, I got it for, for Linda. She's super stoked, you know? But that's what toy hunting is about. It's just going out. It's like how our parents' generation might have gone out to look at antiques.
2: Maybe not my parents, but okay.
3: Your well, I mean, look- my parents either, but I'm saying that. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, white people. I understand. The Quilo.
1: Yeah, you know, white people.
0: Yeah, you know. I mean, I don't know about you, but uh, you know, it seems like a white people Caucasian love type of love antiquing. With oh, the word yeah.
2: antiquing!
1: You know, oh, yeah. Chris and Amanda, Chris Reineck and Amanda Spade. Yeah, when I was uh, in Ohio mm-hmm. to for their wedding, like they took me <laughs> and Linda antiquing. Oh yeah, and I have to tell you, it was pretty freaking rad.
0: Oh yeah, there's there's some great stuff. i so
2: did, uh, did you like yell the word antiques? Why? I don't know because Luke would just do it, just antiques, antiques. See, he, he, well, that's true. That he is does insane. that word so
0: well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, like, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I am I, familiar. I am familiar with the uh, the art. So, what are of you? Buying? Are you buying
2: like used ashtrays, or what are you? What are you kind of getting at antique? Yeah, that, that's like i I've
0: gotten old antique ashtrays back yeah. when I used to smoke like tobacco cigarettes.
2: Like, what do you buy?
0: Uh, I actually was for a long time I was collecting big eye art, like um
2: uh, Keen stuff, yeah. Uh, specifically or,
0: an artist named Lee, whose uh-huh. um work I thought was a little bit more refined than um right. Keen's uh, but the big, stuff. big eye stuff. Oh yeah.
2: But are they ever original paintings or are they always prints?
0: Uh, the prints. Yeah, yeah the prints. I actually okay. went to an antique mall while I was in Las Vegas this uh, past weekend because
2: I actually like those. So yeah, I'm playing. Oh, dumb. they're insane. I actually there. like those. <laughs> like, there's. A, <laughs> cool. I was
0: actually about to post this crazy painting that I found in um at the antique mall. I'd never seen anything quite like it before. I'll show it to you guys here. It's got this. It's a it's a a print like you know lacquered onto a piece of wood. It's got looks like
1: a Piers Anthony novel cover.
0: Wow! Yeah, and if you slide a little bit to the left, you can see the close ups that I I was going to post this. um, uh, This no, the other way.
2: Oh, Okay, but yeah, it's like what is that animal?
0: It's like an antelope.
2: Is that a or a ram?
1: Is that like an
0: ibex? That's the goat lord. Oh. Swipe well, the, uh, swipe. The um, goat
2: lord's sitting underneath it
0: though. Who's the man underneath the naked thing? I think man? that's like a father time kind of character. Yeah. And look at these kids. Oh, like, my gosh. Smashing like Dude, this, snakes.
2: This is this is like a scary album cover. Right. Yeah. Oh my god, there's like a baby. There's like a bunch of babies and an alligator.
0: Right. Yeah. I um and it was like a hundred and something Did dollars for the print. And then I oh, oh, where oh is it? this I, is
2: bizarre too. The wood frame. It's like a oh yeah. And see those little holes on the left wood. and the right? Those are mirrors. So, <laughs> so you could do your coke right on it. All and right. then look at this crazy know. image. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know I mean? It's got Coke mirror. It's got well, everything.
0: Well, I was, uh, I, I, as I was walking around, I was taking photographs of all the original art that I saw, like scattered around there, and kind of realizing that there's a very good chance that I might end up here, you know, in like the Like one day, your art? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know, it happens. It could already be there. You never yeah, know. It could already be there. That'd be scary. Anyways, I, I we should, I don't know what we can do with this, but like, yeah, this That's is- That's pretty cool. And now You're right, a, though.
2: Piers Anthony album cover. Yeah. Could be. You know who Piers
1: Anthony is? Yeah, he wrote
2: Xanth, the Xanth series. Did you read great. those books? Oh, I loved them. Bullshit. You read that? I did. All of them?
1: Well, up to a certain point. Oh, okay.
2: No, I only read a few, but okay. That's rad.
1: Well, if the, if, is it still going on? Yeah, man. No way. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Is Piers Anthony even still alive? I have
2: no idea. Yeah. But I, no, I that was my junior high. I was reading some of those books. Mm.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. They were great. I mean, they had like kind of like a – Kind of like a humorous take on things, a little bit like that British wit. So, he br- I
2: guess he's British. I don't even know. It just seemed a little yeah, bit more
1: quippy than yeah. uh, reading something from Tolkien or something, right? Yeah. Like The Hobbit or he's whatever. He's still alive, by the way.
0: Is he really? Yeah. Wow. He's, he's 84 years old.
1: I was going to say, is he 174? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
2: Did the, I mean, Xanth never made in the movies, uh, you know? Was, I, don't, I don't know what ever happened to those books. I kind of forgot about them until you just mentioned it.
1: Did you read Ready Player One?
0: I did not read that. I read it. Yeah. Oh, it was so much better than the movie.
1: The book with The first time reading the book and going in there with an open mind and just allowing yourself to like delve into that nostalgia is great. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it's not... I don't think it's the greatest prose ever written, but it's definitely like hardcore like nostalgia porn. Oh, it was definitely people. written
0: by a guy in our age group mm-hmm. who grew up with the stuff that we grew up with and... Um, was also into the weird, less like kind of esoteric, I guess you could say. Um, am I being too loud? No, it's okay. I just adjust the thing. Am I cracking the... Uh, the?
2: No, you're good. Okay.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> the fact that he would, like, you know, uh, reference, um, you know, this weird super robot stuff that, you know, I never really kind of became conscious of until, like, I was, you know, 30-something because I had forgotten it all, you know.
1: I don't know his background, but it was Ernest Klein, right? Yeah. So part of the robot's like um involvement in the story is like he referenced Leopold in the Macross the Macross Valkyrie one wow. F S, I think. <laughs> cool. The V F one S. Yeah. Uh Lion yeah. was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Ultraman. Wow. Um, but I think probably he had this this uh hazy memory of seeing a certain toy, perhaps. I'm not sure how old he is, but you know, to be that specific with Leopoldin, like was Leopoldin even released as a Goodaiken? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Right?
0: Yeah, 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 or, yeah. or at least uh, yeah. So I mean, they you know it was one of the first super robots.
1: Yeah, but the fact that you know you have Leopoldin in a book fighting in a big battle with like a Valkyrie, and then you have like
2: and that's depicted in the movie. Cause
0: I don't.
1: I, don't, I, I didn't have, see the movie.
0: Okay, I didn't the, see the movie. It was either. depicted in the book, and he was fighting Mechagodzilla. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But
2: it's, it wasn't depicted in the movie.
3: No, I'm sure they like replaced it with Gundam. Nightmare.
2: I see. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think they they used the Iron Giant in the in the movie as like oh, like yeah. an Iron analog for some of those other.
2: I just started seeing when I started seeing. I was like, I can't watch this movie. Like it just didn't appeal at all. Oh, it sucks. Yeah. I, it looks like it was fucking garbage.
0: Bad. Like I I saw that movie and I just walked out there. and was going, what the fuck was this? and <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, you know, because I made the mistake of reading the book. Meanwhile, everybody else who was there who was, um, that the saw it, like, yeah, loved it. And I'm
1: like, oh, oh wow. The moment that I, they lost me was the the moment that I saw the Overwatch characters in the movie. Oh, uh,
0: yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Because the, the movie is – the premise is that there's this guy. He created this virtual world. Oh, I see. And he passes away. But in the virtual world, there's, like, these challenges. And whoever, like, is able to unlock or beat these challenges will get – the company, basically, this multi billion or trillion dollar type of company, <laughs> wow. kind of like a Willy Wonka type right. of situation, right? I see. But his, all the clues and everything that lead up to you being able to beat the challenges were very, very predicated on a certain segment of time right. that we all three were actually in. I see. Yeah,
0: like they re- reference Zork, they referenced wow. uh, Joust,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, very, very specific time frame. But then when I saw the trailer, I was like, what's this? character from overwatch why why is the (laughs) iron giant in this and it seems like they you know obviously in an attempt to get more people to understand you know they broaden the scope a little bit and i think that's what made the book special was that it was that very specific slice of our childhood
2: Mm -hmm. yeah and something about watching that made me think of some kind of electric daisy carnival too at the same time like thrown in you know Mm -hmm. like there's some weird raver element to it that i was just like okay I, well,
0: this is not for me you know the the book kind of goes into great lengths and explaining how people like you know like lived with this kind of virtual reality you know thing you know in you know in their lives and like for instance like they they go into great lengths explain like you know like people would have apartments where they would have these gigantic kind of like track tracks on their self so when they're walking around in the what they were calling the oasis, you know, they can, you know, be in the room, not necessarily moving, but they would have the sensation of walking or or whatever. And if you ate, if you wanted to eat something, you know, food would be delivered through drones to where you're living. And, you know, so you may be eating it in the virtual world, but you're also eating it in the real world. You know, it was a, and, uh, and none of that was even touched upon in the movie and then they had like scenes of people wearing VR goggles running on the streets you know I'm just like what What the fuck is this this is dumb this is like this is (laughs) taking his entire fucking vision and shitting on it good job Spielberg oh
1: Spielberg made it Jeez. at least they had Rush on the soundtrack
0: oh that's important
1: (laughs) yes
2: yeah YYZ well it was in the soundtrack no it was Tom Sawyer oh okay
1: YYZ would have been dope
2: yeah, YYZ well, would have been dope. Yeah. I
1: was never yeah. a Rush fan. A by tour in the
2: snow, dog? I went... Rush was my first concert. Really? But, yeah.
1: My first concert was Kiss.
2: Oh, that's pretty cool.
0: Uh, mine was Depeche Mode. Oh. I know. Gay. Okay. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Thanks. Was
1: Erasure the opening act? <laughs> no.
0: Pet no, it was, ne- was Night's Rube.
2: Really? Oh. Yeah.
0: What year was that? Do you remember? It was in the, like 1990 or 91, oh. something like that. yeah.
2: Mine was in 85, I think, or 84. No, no, no. 84 I saw the Grace Under Pressure tour with Rush
1: I saw the Crazy Nights tour with Kiss Oh no way <laughs> Yeah Awesome What year was that? It was probably 1984 80, No 1985-86 maybe
3: mm. Yeah
1: Yeah it was definitely when they didn't have the makeup I, They I, had I, no makeup I, Of course yeah. I went to see them after they put the makeup back on mm. But I loved Kiss I They're hate very their fucking
0: music I think their fucking music's garbage Their music is garbage <laughs>
1: Except for a couple of tracks, I think are very there's
0: solid. There's one of those bands. I don't that think there's any tracks like oh, this that are worth a fucking time.
1: Dude, Black Diamond, come on.
0: That,
2: that, that, Deuce? That's, Deuce? Deuce is cool. Yeah.
1: Deuce is cool. Lame. Deuce is a good song.
2: No, no, no. Deuce is cool. Yeah. Lame. But, but keep in I don't think the the music ever matched their makeup. Exactly. No,
1: because if you listen to them now, you know what? They're not even rock music. Yeah, it's like, like, I was going to say, fucking douche, say,
2: douche music, man. I was going to say, it's light rock. It's, but they're, you know, they're playing like a groovy rock, but they're looking like they should be playing a darker metal. Right. You know? That's yeah. my fucking
0: problem with people who say they're metal. But even like that, they're like, fucking metal and their fucking music sounds kiss is like a that
1: metal
2: band, though. I think,
1: well, kiss I mean, like is-
0: metal in general, like fucking with, like, you know,
1: well, like well, kiss oh should oh have be playing
2: like maybe the darkest parts of Black Sabbath. But it's just faster. Like, it's just so slow. And it's it's groovy. I'm like, why you guys? S-
1: especially I- like Dynasty is like the disco album. Yeah. Oh yeah. god, fucking yeah. garbage.
2: But the art was always cool. With the rock and roll over one. Oh that, yeah, that, that was like beautiful. beautiful. What like, a beautiful looking album cover. Yeah. But yeah, ultimately no, they
3: didn't. Well, it didn't fit their makeup. The music's
0: fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay. you know what? If you know, like uh, any of these bands that like you know fell into that like you know headbangers ball metal whatever fucking you guys called it in the fucking eighties and whatever. Like if you didn't sound like Godflesh then you are fucking garbage. Oh Godflesh. Pretty cool.
2: That was pretty cool. You
0: no. Know, like yeah. like that's what the sound of like metal music should be sound, should sound like. Just grinding bass and fucking guitars and like I love Maiden. Throw oh, throw maiden. In fucking music.
3: I
2: love oh. Ma- I love Maiden.
1: No you don't. Do you really?
2: Yes, I love Maiden. Number of the Beast 666. Come on now. Dude, dude. I knew I liked Eric. This first. is one I, I – that's the stuff I grew <laughs> up with, metal. I grew up with metal.
1: I need to send you a link to this band called Steve and the Seagulls. Oh, what's that? They're like a European uh, bluegrass group that does an amazing cover of The Trooper. Oh, no way.
2: Oh, it's cool.
1: – it's, Really? It's stunning. Wait,
2: that, I might have – heard. I might have – you know, I've watched enough of these, like – I watched a lot of YouTube, so I might have seen that one now. I think. Come to think of it. I oh, my latest
1: tease on YouTube is, like, this Hoppa girl that's, like, 14 – it sounds really bad the way I started off yes. with this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? It's her, like her parents film her and her sister, but she shreds on the guitar. Like she is ridiculous. And she just is in there and it's like in some tiny room in Japan and her little sister's in there and they're just goofing off. And she has this giant guitar, which is a standard size guitar for like adults. What does she play? She plays, I think, like an Epiphone version of the last
2: Paul. Oh, no, no. What music is she playing?
1: Everything. Okay. But then she's, she starts She's playing. not the
2: one that's playing the Dragon Force thing, right? Is that her? That's and she has her?
1: glasses? Is that
2: the one? Yeah. Okay. You saw her? Fire, fire in the flames or something? Yeah. Fire in the flames and she learns it really quickly and – Did you see her? I, I saw a little bit of that.
1: She's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's just stunning. Like there was no kid when I was growing up that can do stuff oh, like no, that. No.
2: That's, that a, that's thanks to YouTube. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. maybe – I don't know. Who knows? Video games and – but it's just ingrained. Yeah crazy
0: you know yeah. on our way over Wait, here though speaking of video games you were suggesting um how twitch and mm. our podcast like you know for this this show yeah well yeah. well like i don't i have a twitch you, account but like have you like done Oops. like podcasting on it or anything like that no, or, I, I haven't you know? but i mean I've i watched, I not I, I have a twitch account I've, too but i don't really so
2: i secretly watch people play games
1: well that's the that's the notion right that twitch is a platform well, it used to be yeah, but I, I think that's, they, that's when
2: I was watching more gaming. Like, just I'm wa- I am don't even play these games, and I watch these people play these games. And I'm not watching girls with boobs playing. I'm watching guys play, and they're nerdy. And I, that's okay, it's okay if you're into that. Yeah, I like watching <laughs> these dudes play games. I don't care about the dudes, but the game playing. Right, I can't play those games. And okay. they're, they're amazing. But you like to watch
1: as a spectator. Yeah, like it's, you're, it's, it's you're like on like your watch- buddy's couch and you're watching your buddy play the game.
2: No, I'm just watching some stranger. But it's like watching sports. Like I'm like, we're well, going, dude. I mean, it's like, sport. Now. I'm rooting for some guy I don't even know to like win, so he can kill everybody in a battle royal match. You know, I'm like, I hope. I'm like, dude, go go left. What are you doing? You know, and nice. Well, yeah, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, I know Linda does a lot of Twitch kind of. Uh, yeah, it's changed. Uh, broadcasting. Yeah, broadcasting. Uh, I you know, uh, I don't know. Like but you were, you were kind of suggesting, like you know, like you had some thoughts on, like how um, maybe instead of broadcasting on. YouTube, just go to YouTube, Twitch. Go to Twitch. Could we yeah, do that? because this we is the that. thing. Like Twitch right now, is
1: cool. I've got like our stream up right here, right? Right. And YouTube does allow for like live commenting, so these people have been commenting on. Oh,
2: commenting,
0: really? Yeah, commenting oh, on I the video. I never knew that. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah I didn't know. On the video, <laughs> I haven't so, watched it.
1: But I think because of the the types of guests that you might have on, and you, like the breadth of knowledge that you guys have to offer, it'd be nice to have that type of immediate feedback and being able to address like people's questions on the fly so that's oh
2: yeah you, you know? know there are i didn't know there are comments here my bad
1: <laughs> sorry luke
0: no i, I, <laughs> I just I, had I, a
1: computer like yesterday like last <laughs> week <laughs> yesterday
2: yeah i feel like it Jeez, i didn't, i didn't even know this i've been so i go to the bottom and there's comments that people can type like i didn't know the chat part was on the right <laughs> Yeah My bad So
1: like It's contextual So yeah. if they comment It's what's being talked about At the time right?
2: right Oh wait They're called This person just called you A
1: closet weeb That was a while ago oh. Get with the program <laughs> I thought I thought that was just brand new I was like That Dude. was Chris Reiniak No
2: no It's some guy named Typler
0: Oh that's my friend Travis
2: Yeah Travis said you're a closet weeb So
0: Did you say Jesse was Or I was No Jesse Okay yeah. You know yeah. what Yeah
1: <laughs> He's proudly out of the closet in terms of being a weeb, okay? I don't really care. What Wait, so mean. what
0: is a weeb? Define a weeb?
1: I mean. Apparently, this is a term I actually learned a once weeab- I started dating Linda. It's a Linda yeah, it's Because a weeaboo, we would right. go to, like, anime cons, right?
2: Sure, That's you're in the heartland of weeaboos.
1: Well, please explain to me, because my idea of what a weeb is is just someone that's not Japanese— that wants to be Japanese.
2: That's, that's pretty much what I think it is too. I'm sure it's changed, but this is like the, the definition I knew of maybe three years ago. See, my idea
3: is you, this you is what You might have heard this a long time ago.
1: They wake up, right? They crack, an, <laughs> they crack an egg into a bowl of rice and mix it up because that's their breakfast. Okay, they what grab a box of hockey.
2: Do they say kawaii uh, like ten times though? Before they, they run
1: out the door with a piece of toast hanging out of their mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they ride their bike with some magical creature in the basket in the front while <laughs> anime soundtracks playing. All right, and they their day consists of watching anime, commenting on anime, um,
0: making videos about watching anime.
1: Yes, um, going to Michael's to work on the <laughs> anime cosplay <laughs> that they've been trying to finish for five years. Um. Then feel sad for themselves, and then go on to YouTube or Twitch and look for waifus. Waifus. Um,
2: oh, I thought we were talking about a female this whole time. I was. Yeah. I was
3: picturing here. a. I was picturing a female picture It's now. It's a guy. So yeah. Oh,
1: it, it doesn't matter.
2: Okay.
3: Like
1: but, waifus, husbandos, like whatever <laughs> it might be. But, <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, husbandos. Yeah. Yeah. Really?
0: Uh huh. Sure. Then they go
1: to AmiAmi Ami and they look to see what they can afford. See, I that can't
0: week. be a fucking weep because I don't even know any, any of this other yeah. uh, you know, extracurricular you and know, and, and then terminology.
1: They hope that the cons, like they they're looking forward to the next con, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's con hopping. If the con could go on three hundred sixty five days a year, they would live that life, right? Mm. They just want to be absorbed into that that whole thing, which is totally fine, you know.
0: If that's what you want to do, that's great. But See, you know what you're describing is like my, one of my favorite kind of con kind of stories. What's that? And that's the I Lost My Virginity at the con- uh, Comic Book Convention story. Oh, from a few <laughs> years back. Yeah, uh, yeah well, it's, uh, it's actually rooted in people that I've met that oh. have lost you know, their virginities at, like, you know... Wow, at a uh, convention? At, like, SCCC wow. or something like that. And, it's um,
1: become quite the meat market, I've heard.
0: Oh, well, nowadays it totally is. But the thing is, I don't think it's as good anymore, because especially the SCCC, because, you know, it's only certain people can get in, and, you know, it's kind of a lottery system, I, from my understand. For and, a Comic-Con? Yeah.
1: I... Well, I mean, I haven't had to try to get a regular ticket for a while, but, like, I think it's just if you get in line fast enough with a waiting room and you're lucky enough, then...
0: Yeah, see, and that's the thing. It's luck. But, like, you know, I I have, like, this entire scenario in my head, which, you know, kind of plays out with, like, you know, the guy meets the girl and, like, you know, they get along and they go back, you know, they party. They get to know each other for a day or two and they go back to the hotel and then things happen. And then, like, you know, they, like, kind of drift apart a little bit you know then they come back to the con they said the following year but now the girl's got a new guy and the guy (laughs) freaks out and like (laughs) starts like kind of screaming nerdy bloody murder you know to kind of draw attention to himself because you know he's just broken hearted you know
2: so wait this sounds like a drama uh
0: I think I really should work on that narrative okay. a little bit, you know. I was but like, this should be a, a comic or something. I don't maybe, know. maybe yeah. I, you know, I, I, I think you know uh, the person I would love to see illustrate something like that is someone like, you know, what's his name? The guy who did like Scott Pilgrim or something like that. Oh. you know him. Yeah,
2: what was his name?
0: Um, Brian McNall Brian... McNally, McNally oh. something like that. Something like that. I don't know. I don't Brian McNall? Is
2: it McNally? Gosh, I forgot. Yeah I,
1: don't, yeah, I don't know. But anyways, uh, back to Twitch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? But yeah, I just think that... Um, and back to weebs. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I think Twitch is the type of you know, platform which from a f- financial standpoint, I mean, you just get on there. You start streaming. You can reach out to your um, viewers. Yeah. They have a, a semblance of interactivity that allows you to, to dialogue. So it's there's that immediacy there that I think this generation... Of content consumers crave rather than be just passive, you know, sitting like for two hours and watching a movie. That's great. But I think they want to be part of the the whole process, even if they're not creating content themselves. They want to – and Twitch has created a system like that because you can award uh, – Streamers with oh, like bits, yeah,
2: right? or, uh, or you can cheers. get you can you can get donations. You can get donations. Uh, you I, I you can get subs, I guess. Right you after get you subs. reach a partnership, they have oh, a yeah. tiered, right? Okay, so yeah. you have affiliate and partnerships based on what like is that your, based on? Is it based on follows or something? Uh, viewership, viewership, yeah, uh,
1: concurrent okay. viewers as well as like a, maybe a, there's a th- follower threshold, right? I'm right, not sure, but yeah. Um, so there's definitely like a, I think it's a definitely a viable platform,
0: right, Luke? What do you think? I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. I, I, mean, like, can, I mean, like, I'm wondering whether or not we can actually, like, stream to both YouTube and Twitch.
1: Well, this is the thing. So I know what Linda does is At the Linda same time, I'm she, not sure yeah. about that. You can you can stream to Twitch. At the end of it, you can download a VOD of your your stream. And then put it on did. YouTube. And then you just upload it to Yeah, YouTube. people do
2: that. Okay. Yeah. 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 So wait. YouTube. <laughs> you can say it better than me. Now, YouTube? That, or <laughs> what, what about Twitch. Twitch. (laughs) Now Now on Twitch. That was a valiant attempt.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I'm just – I'm I'm being put on the spot. It kind of has to be – come from my own like enthusiasm. (laughs) Next
1: week
2: maybe we'll say now on Twitch. Now on Twitch. Yeah, like that. There you go.
0: And that's the other thing is because I think
1: with YouTube, there's just so much content, right? Yeah. And to be able to get above – like in the print industry, above the fold, right? Yeah. Who who do you know? Yeah, right. Like how, how much do you have to pay, right? Right. But who, with Twitch, who do you have to blow. How do I get my kid <laughs> into this school? Yep. Oh, oh. Dun, dun, dun. we're not just one trick ponies. We know about like what's going on. In Wait, the what's turned? So speaking of which, what's
2: going to happen to them? Like, what? What? Lori Laughlin just turned herself into the FBI today. I mean, they're not. Are they going to go? They're not going to go to jail, are they? It's a felony, dude. Is it a felony? Yeah, it's a felony charge. Wow. Okay, maybe they're going to go to jail hope so yeah that'd be interesting see this is like where i started getting excited about like people getting busted just like the fire fest Look
1: up the word shot and <laughs> means.
3: Okay? it's a german word
1: i know and there's a comic called that and i still don't know what it means it means taking pleasure and taking delight in other people's misery but it's a certain kind like
2: i don't want it there's certain people that i don't want it misery on just certain kinds of people that fuck up like that
1: you know uh, you mean like
0: Pleasure ar- derived by someone uh, from someone person. from another person's misfortune. Yeah, but I don't A want business it. that thrives on Schadenfreude. If
2: I, if you, if something bad happened to you, I'd be really sad and worried and I'd be trying Aww. to fix it, but you know. You
1: know what you would like? What? Our justice served on Reddit. <laughs>
2: trust me i look at that shit i so knew there. it so there
1: yes. i knew it i look at that
2: yes oh, I'm I'm re- add I'm a, that. i am a redditor so there
1: <laughs>
0: are you a redditor yeah. so am i yeah yeah so I'm Same you here. know what we should
1: do we should compare reddit like
0: well we've
2: done this before i don't we have do. a i don't have a lot of uh you mean what subs you follow yeah i don't follow a lot of subs but uh
1: let me see what subs i follow Now i follow mma <laughs> wait you follow what
2: mma man mixed martial arts
1: I would have never thought you. I'm would a hard – Yeah, no, Oh, I He's, love my he's into I, I, the, I
2: just, the I do. It's a simple stuff. Los Angeles. I look at news. I, they my subs aren't exciting except for what's the other one? Delusional artists. That one's a good one.
3: <laughs> I just oh, started following yeah. that one.
2: Delusional artists is fun, and you know oh, if you're into design nice. stuff, room porn is always nice.
1: I you follow. Okay, right, this is what I have. I don't have a lot. Breath of the Wild. This is a Zelda game.
3: Uh
2: huh.
1: Cringe Picks. Mm. Uh huh. Darwin Awards. Wait,
2: wait, you were listening. You were missing the microphone. Darwin really- Awards. Uh-huh.
1: Had to Hurt. Hold My Feeding Tube. Instant Karma.
2: Oh, Instant Karma. Yeah. Instant that Regret.
1: That's always good. Justice Served. Marvel <laughs> Puzzle Quest. What's <laughs> up, horny squids? That's my alliance, by the way, in Marvel Puzzle Quest. Um. <laughs> Monster Hunter World, which is another video game. <laughs> but l- lately, my favorite is murdered by words
2: well oh, i don't know that
0: Whoa, one never heard of that one
1: it's basically really well written comebacks and and takedowns of people wow
2: okay i might like that yes wait i, think I mean would. you're pretty good at doing that so i think you're, you're you're learning from reading those too yes i also follow our coins and i follow crh coin roll hunters
1: What the fuck (laughs) is that? (laughs) Like actual coins? Are you really a coin collector? Not really, no. I
2: just like looking at people's coin collections, but I don't necessarily, I don't really collect coins. I just like looking at collections and I like looking at the history. You know, I just like design of coins. Yeah. The designs are amazing, right? You're talking about sculptors that once had to carve the shit. That's true. Yeah, it's just like what you guys do making toys. It's like somebody had to do these for coins. Well, I don't sculpt. It's amazing.
0: I'm not very good at that.
1: I will tell you right now, our Shih tzu is amazing. The dog,
0: oh, Koji. Shih Tzus are awesome. Yeah, cool. Yeah, my my family's in love with his dog. Awesome. But um, wait. So wait. So Twitch. We, were, we were, no. We were, we were wait. We were also
2: talking about children. We yeah. talking about, can we go back? To, wait, I, what? I just I no. We you mentioned kids stuff, right? Because you said fourteen year old person who wakes up in an anime, you know. Basically the oh, weep thing, oh, okay. yeah. But but yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but yeah. I I I have to talk. Still talk. Go back to the fucking Michael Jackson documentary. Oh, and it's have, have you watched see it? Yet?
0: Did you no. see the? Oh, oh my, my god, god. it's so, so good.
2: So the second part, spoiler time. Wait, where did you see it? It's was it on HBO? HBO, yeah. It's the second. So I watched the second part, and then it it does dawn on me that uh, yeah, they were victimized, but that one guy also testified for Michael Jackson. At, oh as, yeah. As a 22-year-old, and his – he fucking – dude, that guy should be going – he should be going to prison himself.
0: Yeah, for lying. uh, But I don't think – I mean, that's not – I don't think it's – He
2: lied under oath, and he fucking freed a fucking pedophile who probably fucked more kids because this guy did not help him, you know? Yeah. Dude, he's fucking guilty as a a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. He's a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. That guy, That guy is bad too.
1: Okay. Is, is he bad? <laughs> no. No? No.
2: <laughs> Who's bad? No, he's bad.
0: You, you know what the idea, the entire premise of um, uh, what you call it, uh, Leaving Neverland is, right? Yeah. You know, it follows well, I've read two.
1: about it. I've just not had the opportunity to see it because it's, it's on HBO or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't have HBO.
0: No, you could find it on, like, you know, like... You know all the. I don't mean
1: even- in illicit gray market like s- channels on the it, internet. It's okay. just a
2: website, yeah. Don't they have Reddit, R or something? They have like one of the you know recent movies, recent documentaries. I, I know not. Yeah, okay. Of what
1: you
0: speak, sure. We don't know <laughs> just keep looking. Keep, yeah, keep, keep you know keep those eyes moving around when you're yep. saying that darting, darting around. <laughs> yeah. Well. Rip Pirate Bay.
2: Yeah, it's. Um- <laughs> yep and uh kick-ass torrents yep, yeah.
1: oh man the best <laughs> oh man search engine was great
2: yep mm-hmm. i never I, n- I, I never used it but yeah kick-ass torrents was really interesting no. but yeah yeah no. but yeah, my, you know it's the michael jackson thing Just still haunted by it i'm more haunted by it, but i'm kind of mad now really i went you- from being i went from being very freaked out and like oh my god like that's so fucked up and it I, took me, I, I think I, it took me like a week of just me being very upset. Seriously, that bad. And then now I'm kind of mad at that guy. Like I, I'm, mad at, I'm mad Which at the victim. Guy? I met the victim.
0: There was two Why? of them, right? There was because two he
2: testified for Michael Jackson and lied on purpose under oath. Oh. And then, therefore, it helped Michael Jackson get off on one of those charges, which then let Michael Jackson get he off was a on star more children. Witness. He was a star witness for Michael Jackson, even though he was molested. Now he's coming out saying he was molested. But by being the star witness for Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson went free and molested more kids. Right? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. He,
0: he had kids by then. He had his own kids by then.
2: Dude, he, I don't know. All bad. Either way, bad. He should be, you know, big You know yeah.
0: This is the thing though. I mean he like her, he got him off I, I could understand to a certain degree the um the the, the mentality of just like you know, hoping for the best kind of thing, like hoping that like, you know
2: a pedophile goes free?
0: No, that yeah. like, you know, he wasn't there any, in, anymore. And you know, kind of kind of maybe even like just. Taking all the 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 pain and whatever from that experience and bottling it into himself. Oh yeah, you know. Oh, and, there's a lot of psych man. You know, I mean, like bad. You, you yep. know, like because again, yeah, that, that was a thing. I, I'm gonna go pee. Okay. Yeah. While
1: well, you guys talk about something I haven't watched. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: you know, I mean, like. I, I, you know, like he, there was a lot of denial. Yeah, no, in, in, no
2: in, in, I, I get it. There's, there's a lot of damage. Yeah. That dude has like, if this I were and like, you know, he took, he took a lot of damage. I mean, like these
0: guys, mentally, like, you yeah. know, th- these guys fricking, you know, they, they didn't realize that they were being victims when they were being victims. Yeah, but the dude was—I mean—or yeah. being victimized. He was still 22 when he did that, man. Right. I don't know. And the only time and and he, and he at point, knew it was happening. And the, and the time it really kind of dawned on him. Well, he was 30. Was well, so when he was 30, and he had a kid. Yeah. yeah.
3: You
2: know. Yeah, because the, the things started breaking down in his mind at that point, right? Yeah. Like, like you know, because he him.
0: started putting himself in the in the pl- in place of his own child. Yep. Yep. And kind of realizing like those things that happened to me. We're fucked up. But then he tried to sue Michael
2: Jackson for millions, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars himself. And I was like, dude,
0: what you, you know? Well, I think he tried to sue his estate, you yeah, know, to get I mean, some. Because like, I think that. Michael Jackson was already dead. Yeah, by he then. was already dead, so he was
2: trying to get some of that quan, man. He wanted yeah, some of that cash. well,
0: You know, I mean, like when you fucking realize what you know, what you've gone through, and you know, I mean, shit. Yeah. Like you know, I mean, yeah. because I mean, like, like the way they it was, the way they fucking. Illustrated like that entire scenario, I was like, in my eyes, it was really well done because, like, you know, when when the kid when the adult the the two victims were describing it, they didn't like, you know, like put up like, oh, I was you know being you know tortured or I was being hurt, you know. They were admittedly saying like, hey, I was in love, you know, and I felt like he was in love with me, (sighs) you know, kind of thing. Okay. Barf. Oh, yeah. That's barf material. Fucking fucking Michael Jackson's a fucking pederast.
1: But uh, the Moonwalker game on Genesis was really fun.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I remember a Michael Jackson game on on Genesis. There was one? Moonwalker? I don't remember it. Do you remember a Moonwalker game on Genesis? Not really. No.
1: You would spin to attack the enemies. With his dance moves. Whoa. And then you catch a shooting sc- shooting star to turn into a robot. Whoa. Um,
0: so it was like Moonwalker backslash Captain EO? Uh,
1: I don't remember if there was an EO. I don't think there was an EO level. But like the different levels um, had different themes that are based around some of his music.
0: Mm. So there's like a beat it one?
1: I believe so. I just remember like liking to like spin and then do a little moonwalk mm. and then oh he could also flick like some sort of like that dust, like sparkles <laughs> that <out. laughs>
0: no
3: oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: there was an arcade version it was different but yeah there was one in genesis mm. that well, video for smooth Cri- criminal was really good though
0: mm, yeah with the lean is that the one yeah, yeah. we lean forward yeah yeah well, i'm you know if i lean any more forward i'd push all this shit Keep, keep it accurate <laughs> keep it accurate <laughs> wait so well, what 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 do you think you know you we brought it up just briefly like what are your thoughts on like you know the entire uh parents and overbearing parents you know and college you know and, and, and the college oh, thing oh man i i only caught like uh, maybe like i don't know a couple words of it cuz i was out of town when it happened you know?
3: i
1: think that it is uh Obviously, it's like a pretty shitty situation in general if you're talking about like the big picture. Because recently, Harvard had uh, been sued right by an Asian American group of, of that said that they were unfairly being singled out um, in terms of their ability to be able to be admitted to Harvard because of their ethnicity or whatever. Or that's what I think that that's the gist of it. The argument, yeah, um, that there's too many Asians, maybe right. Yep. But I think, though, that the bigger problem is that we are just finally seeing uh, this type of situation brought to light because of the two famous celebrities involved. Mm-hmm. There's a name. I mean, there's a face. There's you like can CEOs, put too, right? And there's, so but bad. obviously, they're all wealthy. Yeah. Like every single yeah. parent there is wealthy. And um, I was telling Luke in the car that it's finally confirmation that there is a secret Illuminati of lizard people <laughs> that run this world.
2: They, well, they, they, it's only for a moment. Do they look like a lizard, and then it flicks back to their regular? You have to look at their eyes in the it, moonlight. It, it's, it's really weird. Yeah, yeah. But it happens. I
1: mean, I joke, but it's true though. I mean, and and any type of influential type of situation like this, where you can get a leg up because of who you might know or your means, like say that by virtue of your wealth, it happens around the world. But, but
2: you know, you want to know what's what's going to be rad next. Let's just say they do that. Do what? That they they start paying and getting higher test scores. Uh Asians are just going to beat it anyway. They're just going to go, oh, higher? Oh, we'll just study a little more. We're going to study a little bit more. Mm -hmm. We're going to study more and we're going to pass those numbers. Raise the bar, man. No problem.
1: But that's the thing. You know, right now, <laughs> not, not mainland- me,
2: but or not Luke, maybe you, but not not us. But no. you know what I'm saying. The other Asians,
1: mainland China, there's so much corruption, so much grafting. Oh,
2: well, I didn't say mainland China. I'm talking Asian American.
1: But all the mainland China uh, Chinese are like coming to the yeah. Western, they all live in fucking Australia, Arcadia. England. I live in the midst of like mainland China. So
2: they're they're messing up the average score. Yeah,
1: yeah, like the curve. It's like, don't mess with my curve, dude. Yeah, you know. But that's the thing. It's just like it's it's. It's not like it's a new thing. It's just like that more people know about it because it's a federal indictment, right, of 50 different people who are all wealthy, all influential that did this type of and, thing. But it's so
2: dumb because what is it? Uh, is it Lori Laughlin's two kids got into USC? Isn't USC free? Like, I mean, not free, but it costs money. But don't well, they like, accept anyone
0: Get to, I got to, uh, I, uh, accepted to USC. I did too, actually. <laughs> and I didn't go. I was like, yeah. I'm not
2: going to this place. No. But they, they got in for rowing. Like crew, like rowing. And it's, see, it's like, how it's like dumb do, with, do you have to be to not
0: get into USC without mama's yeah, money? They must be. But really that's dumb. the
1: thing. I was talking to Luke about this in the car. I was like, what is – but what happens when they get out with this, say, degree that they paid like hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of dollars in bribes for, right? Their life is already gilded before they even get into college. Like – after they go through this process, whether a good student or not, say they went through like the four years or five years, got their degree. It's like, do we honestly believe that they're going to take this education and be still on the same type of level that other people? No. Did you
2: see where Lori Laughlin's house looks like? That shit. She lives in a giant estate. Does she really? Yeah, they're super wealthy
1: residuals from Mosmo no, and no. house I think
2: I'm ma- also married to some fashion <laughs> She's designer married like to Mosmo Oh is that who that dude is Yeah Oh well that's why well that house is massive
1: Well I mean but that's the thing So it's, I mean they, it,
2: the kids don't need to go to college
1: Right yeah. And if they're not if their heart isn't into it and they're just there because the parents feel like this diploma or this certification right I was telling Luke that unless you're in a specified field, like you need to be an engineer, you need to have certain certifications, or you ha- you want to be a s- neuroscientist or a doctor, right? But if you're like going there for biz dev, I mean business administration or something, I mean which is a totally valid degree in anything, right? Or but if sociology, you're gonna, sociology, English, <laughs> yeah. anything, right? Yeah. The chances that you're going to come out of that experience, it's not the degree necessarily that is important. It's the fact that you actually completed yep.
2: it. Yep. It's a discipline. Right. It's the discipline of doing it. And yep. if they're
1: not going to really put through that um, effort to get there. And once they're out, it's almost like in Korea or Taiwan, you have to serve in the military for two years. It's yep. like that, right? Yeah. you got to go and serve. Equalizing. It doesn't matter. It's
3: equalizing. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think that after that, it's like – oh. What are people really affronted by? I mean there are some cases where people are like, well, they took away the opportunities from other people that deserved it, right? Well, I mean that's already been happening. We just don't know this arcane type of system behind the scenes of who gets in, who doesn't. Do I have to donate money? Do I have to you know, name a building? Sure. Do I have to uh, – is it my buddy from school? He's now the dean of admission.
2: But it's also like legacy too. Oh, my grandfather went, my father went. Right. And, but you might be the dumbest motherfucker, but you still get to go because your dad and grandfather went, right? And or, you put up the money. Yeah. Right. That too or something, right?
1: So, I, I mean, it definitely, there was some, obviously there was wrongdoing here, but I think it, it's good that it happened because it just further illustrates how divided like our current society is right now in terms of income disparity and the the affordances even when we're talking we're joking around we're talking about buying robots but i had some classmates that couldn't afford anything sure at all i mean if my worst problem was like oh well, i couldn't find the figure i wanted that's a pretty good problem to have sure it is you know yeah and i think you know especially in today's political climate this type of thing where we're seeing like a lot of things like being said about this current administration there's a lot of like scandals here, scandals there like and then we have this type of thing. And
2: don't you love seeing these guys get busted finally?
1: Shot in Fruden.
2: Yeah, that that thing. Yeah. Shot and fruit. Don't you like that? I love it. You like it, don't you? This is justice served, right?
1: Justice served, okay? This is, is when served. I'm on our R justice served and the, some kid is getting hounded by a bully, but he's not doing anything. And then the bully's like, "Yeah, whatever." All of a sudden, someone just does a flying kick from off screen knocks the bully out and i'm just like that's justice served
2: and this one's not watching Lori laughlin go to prison for,
1: i had nothing um, against her
2: she took away the opportunity from your one of your friends maybe
1: you know this is the I same reason why i like that trump is in office right now you know why i like it
2: because you're from north carolina
1: no because oh. i'd rather see a snake come at me in the grass from the front And sneak up behind me from the back.
2: Into the butt. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Be
3: very careful. I
1: don't like butt snakes. And this is the thing. (laughs) At least we know what we're dealing with out in the open. There's very very little – I mean very few places you can hide from this type of discourse. If we had like the same status quo, say Hillary had one, right? Some of this stuff might not have ever come to light in this current – like in these four years, right? But it's still there. Mm-hmm. As much as I don't agree with, like, the majority of everything, <laughs> just basically all of it, what's going on, there is no good time to bring this type of stuff up unless it happens, you know? And to kind of energize a base that knows now what they don't want versus what they do want, sometimes unifying on what you don't want together is just maybe just as effective as just rallying against something that all of you do want together, Right. Because with Obama, remember, like everyone's like, yes, we can, you know, hope, all that stuff. It was just this huge groundswell amongst young people at the time that that propelled him to the presidency. But now, like eight years later, like, well, we're now 10 years later. Mm -hmm. Dude, now we're kind of unifying against what we don't want. Right. You know why I always joke around with Luke about he and I are friends because we have a mutual hate of things we're good friends because we don't like the same things you know but he might like some things i might not like like the same thing but we are very like uniform on some things that we just don't like right and this is the type of situation we're in right now and i don't like what's happened in that college uh scandal thing but it's always been around i'm sure it was around like 10 years ago sure Right? Yeah, or longer. 10-10s. Oh. 10, 10 yeah, yeah. Generations. But right. it's
2: nice to see someone get busted finally.
1: Well, you the busting is going to come and go. Sure. What are you going to do from an institutionalized standpoint to change this type of thing? Oh, nothing. Well, that's the thing. Can Probably we? Nothing. Will they yeah. be able to like not do anything at all? Or are people going to hold them accountable from now on? How? It's like the, it's how, like the how, airplanes, though? right?
2: How would how you hold them accountable, though? It's... I don't, I don't know. These
1: colleges have so much to lose if they don't do some sort of reform on the way that they do admitting. There has to be more transparency. They're going to have to really vet this type of stuff because at the end of the day, it is like you are paying And is money. it the
2: colleges? Was Part of it was the testing, though. It was Well, all, the, the it colleges, it was, it was like the, the people that they
1: hired. That were there, like the athletic directors, that had some autonomy as. Uh, as dude, to, that's
2: been going on for like fifty years or more. Yeah. I'm sure Kareem Abdul-Jabbar fucking got all kinds of cash for going to UCLA. And that's the thing; it's like it's been going on, <laughs>
1: but now it's a thing. Once uh, something been, is a thing, I
2: guess it's been. But people have been busted for taking all kinds of making all kinds of cash, and nothing's been done. It's still happening. I think this like case what, is. What did LeBron James get? A Ferrari or an airplane or something? I mean, he, keeps, he really? I don't know. It don't keeps know going. That. I but just a, made that. I just made that oh. up. But basically, they're all getting something.
1: But it shouldn't take like, you know? say, for the recent um, Boeing airplanes, right? Yeah. This uh, whole thing that's going around. It shouldn't take two instances of two planes that might have a potential like defect in their um, engineering, and the loss of life for this to happen. But unfortunately, you have to use this historical data and you have to look at the trend and be like, look, this one airplane and this other plane, they're the same type of plane, the same model. They both seem to have had the same type of issue. And then Trump finally today was like, maybe we should err on the side of caution and ground them. But because of the lobbying, because of like the relationships that government – the government has with like certain uh, manufacturers that are based in this country, you know – there was some pushback. They probably were like, "Oh shit! Okay, we might have this big crisis." There's like a th- over a thousand of these planes out there in the world. Uh, let's delay this and see how we can spin it. But I don't think this current generation is going to put up with much spinning as we move forward. You know, a lot of the freshmen incoming, like Congress people, sure. they're using pretty crass language in the hall. That you know, and I don't think they're go- they're going to call people out. They're using Twitter, they're using social media, and they're just going to be sitting there. It's like, uh, nope, bullshit. Why are you spinning this?" Like before there's a decorum to it, right? And if I got angry at Luke, I would throw my glove down at his feet and be like, "How dare you, sir? Let's you know this <laughs> walk 10 paces." you know?" And for some reason, a semblance of this type of weird decorum has, has been um, maintained. But I don't think the young people f- uh, of this day and age is going to put up with it too much longer. And that's why I think things like this college scandal, it's just the tip of, like, the iceberg. Sure. I hope. You know? I mean,
0: Did they explain how the scandal got out?
1: How it was, um, I guess they had been wiretapping them or they had, like, a cooperative witness. Wow. And so he was—
2: Well, they busted the, the test taker guy, right?
1: I, I think he was one of the cooperative witnesses and I because they probably got him on some yeah. sort of charge. Yeah, and they're they- like, look— you're in for it. You earned like $25 million or something from this scheme. Uh, we can either put you to, in jail for 60 years for a federal racketeering charge or you can help us like bust the others that are helping you to facilitate this because it really is much bigger than those individual 50 people.
2: Dude, there's, it's giant.
1: I mean, they affected athletic directors. It sure. affected like admissions, re- um, deans. Like the school's reputation is blemished. The valuation of the school could be compromised. Like if you have a school like Yale, then they're going to try to maybe investigate to see who might have known beyond that person. Yale might be like, oh, it's just an isolated incident. It's just this person. But who else knew, right? Right. That's a problem because if you can't get endowments anymore or there's like a blemish on this like historically prestigious university, it affects – Hundreds upon hundreds of jobs, of accreditations, of people that graduated from there were they even worthy to be there in the first place? It puts- oh, I
2: know. How many people? You know, that's that's already like a foregone conclusion. How many people are already working in the in- in- industries who, you know, scam their way into college? Right? It's it's already like way past. You can't do shit about those guys.
1: And that's 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 the most effective way to sow discord, All right? right? It's to cast doubt on things that you thought were real,
2: right? So all the it could you know it lose it loses uh, I, the, all the Ivy League schools basically might lose prestige, which is you know shattering for that whole college industry, right? Yeah, it's, and it's they're really prof,
1: bad. are profit, you know, you pay to go there, sure, right? Yeah, and people work their butts off to try to get there because it comes with some acclaim. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Get a degree from some community college and try to get into Wall Street, or you're going to try to get you know go to Wharton at UPenn, right?
3: One I, has obviously I, another
2: yeah. I still wonder at some point though uh, I don't know when that'll happen but it seems like that would happen anyway where we're you know we're going to move to a place where we're not going to value things like Wharton and you know whatever it is Harvard design graduate school of design or all that kind of stuff isn't going to matter we're just going to be like what can this person do and eventually it'll it'll get there. I just feel like that's an old world way though, you know to Kind of recruit based on the best school versus just finding the best person. I just feel like we're going to move to the place where I we're going to start so. valuing people over, you know, and what they bring, whether it's them and their social media or them and their knowledge of something really esoteric. It just doesn't matter. But hmm. I feel like maybe I don't know. I mean, like the reason yeah. why schools the are schools- so.
0: You know, elevate are uh, uh, have such strong reputations because it's not easy to navigate those schools, and it shows your perseverance and it shows your discipline to be able to, you know, work through that program. But I just
2: wonder, like, if you wanted to be an executive at, I don't know, Facebook's a bad example now, but let's say it was Facebook when it was younger and newer. I wonder if Mark Zuckerberg thought, oh yeah, I went to Harvard, therefore everyone at Harvard's going to be amazing. I'm going to hire. Higher Harvard grads, or is he just looking for talent? Well, it started you know? off
0: as a social network in Harvard. Sure. That's what I'm saying. It I'm started not... And it spread out from there. But I'm, I'm wondering if he thought, I remember back you when know? you could only, only students yeah. were allowed to join Facebook. Sure. You could, you know? could join. and, and um, not a student. You know, and I, and, and like, you know, so it started, it spread from Harvard to all the other universities. Yep. And then, you know, it, and it's kind of blossomed from there. Yeah, you know, maybe the and maybe the reason why it was it moved from University to University was because of the reputation of Harvard. Who
2: maybe, knows? or it was just a you know he just saw a way to make more money if it got bigger. So, I'm not sure. You just yeah. notice
1: that in this fo- uh, poster of Enter the Dragon, Bruce Lee kind of looks like Danny Glover, uh, Daniel Glover. What's his name? The rapper, Donald. Donald Glover. Glover. Like his face.
0: Where? Which one? The, one the main where...
1: one where he's holding the nunchucks.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: his face is drawn sort of like, looks kind of like Donald Glover.
0: I don't see
3: it.
1: All I know is that guy has a big fist. <laughs> 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 and is that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar like hanging from the chains? No,
2: that's Jim Kelly.
1: Um, I'm sorry, Jim Kelly?
2: Yes, it is. Jim see? Kelly.
1: Spoiler, Spoiler on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Interesting. It's still
1: awesome. Though. You said
2: that was Kareem Abdul Jabbar? What are you doing here, man?
1: Wait, was Was it What are you movie? doing in this house? Was it he in a martial arts movie with uh,
2: Kareem Abdul Jabbar? Yeah. Yes, Game of Death. That's right. Yes. What are you, what are you doing here?
0: <laughs> and on that note, guys, we're almost at the two hour mark. I think uh, we should uh <laughs> probably wrap it up. What do you think? Shot and fruit. <laughs> I think that's the name of the episode. Shot and up. fruit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks
1: for having me, fellas.
0: <laughs> 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 thanks for the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Eric
1: was so kind to give it uh, to get pizza.
0: It was great having you. Thank As you. You, was awesome you know, you're, you're, you have you know. Uh, We'd love to have you again soon. I'd
1: love to come back and we should discuss like more Marvel stuff when Aaron oh finally gosh. like catches up. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. I, I missed a, I think somewhere during what, high school is when I just bailed on comics.
0: Well, did you, uh, I mean, I bailed yeah. on comics when the X-Men died and moved to Australia. But like, um, what, what did you think of Captain Marvel?
2: Yeah, but we didn't even mention that because I didn't see it. Do you? I don't know if I'm going to no, see No, no spoilers. Okay, no
1: so. Uh, I thought it was solid. It wasn't near the top of my list in terms of Marvel movies. Um, I think we're kind of jaded at this point as Marvel fans because we know it's culminating in Endgame coming out like in a couple months or next month or something. Um, so when you watch a movie like this, it supposedly it's, it has to be a standalone because it's an origin story of this character. I think we have to watch it knowing that um, we want to see how it ties into the bigger picture. So we don't really inherently give it its own room to breathe because we're just waiting for any moment that's going to give us hints towards a larger narrative. Because the, the narrative in this story is actually pretty light. It's not too, too complex. And
2: um, You mean like the atom or something? You
0: know? Oh, you mean Ant Man? Or Ant Man, sorry, yeah. when I say the Ant man is you're a DC boy? <laughs>
1: ant Man. But
2: it's sort of like was just like, what is this for?
1: But if you watch the previous movies, you realize that Ant Man has to establish a quantum realm. Black Panther has established vibranium and like this, you know, kingdom get, of technological. That I understand advances. as a
2: bigger thing, but sometimes some of these just I'm just like, What the fuck? Why'd you make this for? It doesn't do anything for the whole universe.
1: Like which movie? What's that? Like which movie? Ant Man. I just said <laughs> <laughs> that Ant Man was there to establish the quantum realm.
2: It didn't do shit.
1: Wait and see. It established nothing. Wait and see. It
2: established that. nothing. Yeah.
1: But no, Captain Marvel was good. <laughs> it was solid. Um, it was a good popcorn movie. Um,
0: I had. I, I kind of take issue with some of the soundtrack.
1: There's one scene in particular that some people might love out there, but it
0: it ruined it for me.
1: It was cloying. It was.
0: It featured uh, no doubt uh, their song "I'm Just a Girl" and it, and the fight sequence, and
3: it, it was jarring.
0: Yeah, it was really bad. Like
1: I don't, I I can okay. Look, you want to use pop music? Oh, uh, not pop music, but just like you know culturally like relevant music right to set the tone James Gunn did it brilliantly in, in Guardians right he had an amazing soundtrack there's probably a, some songs that a lot of people just aren't familiar with right sure it's
3: old
2: stuff it's forgotten. but then forgotten. in this
1: movie i think it was like it was the light version of it and it was too on the nose and too like like when no doubt came on i, I know luke hates no doubt i'm fine with no doubt i hate no doubt but it just didn't fit the scene. I think that you know, in some minds, people, uh, some people, be like, "Oh, it's perfect for that because you know she's a girl, <laughs> oh. and she's fighting, right?" Um, but I think it was just too on the nose. And it, uh, it kind of went over my head because I was like, there, "There's gotta have been." It, it wasn't
0: over your head. It just smacked you in the fucking face. Is she just a girl? Yes, that's okay. all she wants to be. <laughs> 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 but
1: um, I just think that that would, uh, to me that part was a little bit lazy in the song choice. Yeah, I think, I
0: think most you- of the fucking soundtrack was pretty fucking lazy. It was just a lot of you know. I mean, like, look, I get it. It's, it's a female protagonist. You know, she's just a girl. Blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is that like you know, you don't need to fucking pander to that a- aspect of the the narrative with an all-female rock choice you know? Was, or, you know
1: was all were all the songs all female? almost
0: all the fucking songs were like you know so was there a Joan Jett song I think there was you know right. was there was. one and would have been refreshing if there was but
1: they did play heart they played barracuda which did is they play barracuda fun. oh my god yeah, I think so
0: what no they didn't are you sure I know but I know that song I and I, actually I love that song oh yeah who doesn't fucking love Hearts Barracuda?
1: Khan and Wilson, best uh-huh. rock singer. Like, did they play four
0: like non-blondes? I figure that should be in there. I, I, that,
2: that sounds like a perfect one to put in that movie, which right. I didn't see. So, uh,
1: but I did. I have to say, I did like. Um, you've seen the, like the alien dude in the trailers and stuff. I have not. Okay, there's like a you know alien dude named Talos. I thought he was actually pretty
0: well done. Uh, wasn't that one played by what's his name?
2: James uh, Earl Jones? No, no the guy
0: was in the Star Wars movie.
2: James Earl Jones? <laughs>
0: James Earl Jones was. Oh yeah,
1: that's right. Mufasa.
0: I don't remember. <laughs> I, I I don't remember. I don't I don't know. Anyways, I'm looking up the fucking Captain Marvel soundtrack right now just to see whether or not there was like you know any like what what pop music you know was in there. And was um, Edie
2: Burkell in there? Edie Burkell and the New Bohemians. I to like uh, the they played
0: Elastica, Desiree, Garbage, Heart, <laughs> Crazy on You by Heart. Oh, oh, yeah. Hole, Lita Ford. Oh, Lita Ford. You know she could play guitar. Um, they uh, they had a little bit of Come as You Are by Nirvana, Just a Girl by No Doubt. You know, Salt and Pepper, <laughs> Waterfalls by TLC.
2: <laughs> okay. I get it. it. sounds like a piece of shit.
0: This is the soundtrack. Okay.
1: I mean, the movie, Luke gave it a B minus. I gave it like a high C. Ah. I mean, it's not bad. I just... oh, I, I mean, I put it this way. When I went home, I didn't think about it much more. Mm-hmm. You know? Whereas like some other movies like uh, Winter Soldier, um, Endgame, not Endgame, uh, Infinity War, Infinity uh, War, Guardians of the Galaxy, dude. I wanted to watch those like again right after I got out of them. You know.
2: Yeah. Captain Marvel.
1: But she she's a great actress. Yeah, she was. You I
2: know, mean, like, who she is? Was... The... I don't even know who the actress is in that.
1: Brie um, Larson. Oh, Brie, okay. Yeah. So she did a great job. She's tiny. Yeah, she is surprisingly like small when compared to like other characters. Like,
0: like you sp- know, the entire movie, she looks like this larger-than-life like superhero, and then like you know, at the end credits scene, they have her standing next to uh, Scarlett Johansson, and he's like tiny, sort of like Danzig. Spoilers. <laughs> sort of like Danzig. Sorry, sorry. Oh, you know, Danzig would be a great Wolverine. Because you
2: ever see the like watch the music videos, you're like, dude, this guy's buff, he's giant. Then you then you find out he's like maybe five. 5 4 5 yeah, 4 He would be a great Shorter Wolverine. Wolverine yeah, sure probably. he could be a good Wolverine. Oh, he would be a, a real perfect size, Wolverine. A real perfect size Wolverine.
1: You know who else would be a great Wolverine? Like an old man Wolverine, Harvey Keitel.
2: But he's too tall. How tall is he? I don't know if he's over 5 5, he's too tall. <laughs> Those
1: comic purists, they're just like, um, they're too tall.
0: <laughs> well,
2: you know, he's a huge Jackman's like 6 foot something. The costume's
0: isn't? not yellow and blue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys jesse thank you so much for uh coming out thanks for having me let's thank have you me. again soon all right you have a lot of fun things to say
1: yeah i look forward to it i look forward to seeing what type of nonsense comes out of <laughs> eric nakamura's mouth <laughs> <laughs> thanks buddy
0: <laughs> all, right. all right
2: thanks peace Dubs. <laughs> Peace.